get to the shits. Blueface baby. The goat still. Out I'm here. about to get real disrespectful in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get real disrespectful. Nah, I'm about to get real disrespectful in this bitch for real though. I'm finna get disrespectful. Hmm. I'm finna get disrespectful, bitch. Right. Hey, we gotta play this shit at the beginning. Fuck it, nigga. Fuck it, nigga. I don't give a fuck if YouTube banned this motherfucker. We gotta play this shit. Right. Oh, this the move right here. Yeah, blue face, baby. Alright, I'm finna get real disrespectful in this motherfucker. Told y'all, nigga. Nigga was coming. I'm finna get disrespectful, bitch. 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 I'm finna get disrespectful, shit. All I gotta do is bubble gun, bitch. I'm finna get disrespectful. Did he buy? I just came for that. Bye, bye, bye. Bitch. I'm finna hey. get disrespectful. Shit. All I got is dick and bubble gun, bitch. I'm finna get disrespectful. Did he buy? I just came for that. Bye, bye, bye. I'm finna get disrespectful, bitch. All I got is bubble gum and dick. Shit. Bed rock, leg lock, and pussy popping. Did he buy? Oh, we in this bitch doing a bye, bye, bye. She going dumb, but the head game is trapped. Ain't no bitch tell me nothing. I told y'all my nigga blue face was I'm at the wrist blowing zip. This car, this a nice smoking room, but can't a hoe tell me shit. Cause bitch, I'm the shit. Oh, my mom and my sis had to kick my own blood out. They must have forgot I was a crip. Scoop. Ooh. <laughs> my nigga, blue face, boy. That's a bar for your ass. I'm finna get disrespectful. Till a bitch get respectful. Bitch, I'm finna get disrespectful. Shit, all I got is dick and bubble gun, bitch. I'm finna get disrespectful. Did he buy? I just came for that. Bye, bye, bye. I'm finna get disrespectful. Shit. I got something for you guys that can't get the bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Damo, bro. It's called How the Bad Bitch a Bad Bitch. How the Bad Bitch a Bad Bitch. Still one of the world's leading formulas, algorithms, I mean, for pulling you a bad bitch. For the people listening, man, y'all gonna hear this bad bitch and a bad bitch shit real soon. Matter of fact, I'm gonna plug it in this video right here and yeah. the audio. It's I'm gonna give y'all just a little taste. Yeah. This is a cartoon coming soon. This is very groundbreaking shit. Like for real. Shout out my nigga Damo, man. Shout out my nigga Damo, bro. Bad my, bitch and a bad bitch. My nigga Damo been losing a lot lately. <laughs> 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 but we gonna come back, bro. Bro, he finds a way to win. So shit, bad. we gonna run it back up, bro. He's winning right now. We gonna run and it this back bad up. Bad bitch and a bad bitch shit. Yes. It's uh mm. It's just really, it's really, you know, should we, should we go on the, we gonna let Damo go into detail. When you play. Yeah, 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 we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna kill it too much, bro. We gonna let the people hear, you know, give them a little teaser. We gonna, we gonna drop the whole thing soon. Yeah. Um. All right, all right, we can break it down a little bit. Okay. All right, so my nigga Damo feels like he's like this world-class player. Yeah. So... I'm going to show y'all, too, because I'm recording a vlog today. I'm going to show y'all Damo in full action. Damo just got a haircut. Y'all going to see how niggas act when they get haircuts. Um, my nigga Damo thinks he's real a full-fledged player. Yeah, real drakish. My nigga Damo thinks he's a full-fledged player. He thinks he's just that nigga, dog. Like, it's just one of them things where, like, he's not. Yeah. Like, he's, 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 a, simp, he's a simpleton. And me and Big King figured it out last night. The reason why my nigga Damo acts the way he does is because he tries to please bitches. Yeah, bitches love soft ass beta males. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I know most of my audience is women. Y'all are lying to yourself if y'all don't say that y'all don't love simpletons. Like y'all love it's, soft beta males. Yeah, it's the fact that like 
it's just being able to control the whole relationship is probably a good feeling. I think girls, that's why girls do that type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think that's what it is too. Yeah. Like that video I played. Or some yesterday. girls, some girls who never had control, like want they crave it. So it's like niggas like Damo, perfect. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about Damo is that bitch ain't stupid, bro. Like he do that he shit not. on purpose. He, he know to, what he doing. Yeah. But the goal, the bottom line is always to hit the ass, to beat them cheeks. Bro, I feel stupid as fuck with his head ass. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing. Shit. I was gonna let you rock it. Nah, that shit is stupid as hell, bro. I, I look like Damo. <laughs> I bet Damo too stupid. <laughs> too stupid. <laughs> bitch is too stupid, bro. Too stupid. But yeah, bro, bitches like soft ass niggas, bro. And Damo knows that, so he tries to please them. Like that's his shit. Like assault, like you know, getting bitches is his shit. So that's what he tries to do. That's the main objective every morning. But man, let me introduce the podcast, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Big King is back. I ain't seen Big King in a man. Y'all already know that's my dog. Um, Yeah. When last time I seen Big King? I think last time I seen Big King was when me and Trey Trey uh, took that head ass trip to, to Orlando. The shit show. On the road, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was—the road version of the shit show. Yes, that shit was, was head ass, bro. I ain't gonna lie, like that shit was a traveling circus. Yeah, I was like, boy, this nigga Slim is wildin', bro. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Yeah, you was wildin'. That shit was. You gotta get. Ass. Sometimes you gotta do that shit though. Get that shit out. No, we ain't, we ain't had to do that shit. <laughs> that shit was a little too goddamn, bro. When I travel with goddamn much. Trey Trey, bro, I be having to goddamn get right. It be taking me a couple days, bro. I be having to get right, bro. Yeah, but yeah, man, bro. Um, how many genders are there? That's the first thing. Ooh, we got. hot coming in hot. Well, me personally, what? nah. How many genders are there? How many genders are there? not just you? Like, how many genders are there? It's obviously not two. So, it, bro. Honestly, it's such in in the in reality. There's two, Mm-mm. maybe three. Nah, bro, you gotta be respectful to people and how they think. First off, break down the difference between sex and gender. All right, sex is based on biology, and gender is mo. They say gender is a social construct, which everything is a fucking social construct, which means nothing has any validity. So it's it's all kind of stupid. That's why I hate that shit. But um, at the end of the day. You know, people, like we always say, people just want to do what the fuck they want to do. But the thing is, they want us to join in on it. And it's kind of hard if you are like a logical person and you think practically, you can't fucking, there aren't a thousand gen, like I'm not going to call you Zer or I'm not going to, like if you think you're a fox or a fairy, I'm it's not going to. It's ma'am. <laughs> that nigga. That boy. nigga was huge, yeah. bro. All right, so now I got to read you the genders. God damn. This it's is a just list? A, this is just a few yeah. to name. I'm just going to read you the whole thing. There are many different genders, including male. Yeah. Are you a male? Yes. Okay. Female. Damo. <laughs> <laughs> Transgender. Okay. That's the gender. Okay. Okay. Gender neutral. What? <laughs> gender neutral. That don't even make sense. Non-binary. Oh, the, I've heard these terms before, but it's just like, if you're male or, if you're saying gender, male or female, and then you're saying you're a transgender, you're trying to be a male or a female, so why wouldn't you just check the male or female box? Nah, because I'm trans. 
That's weird. That's such a weird shit. Oh, and the thing about these genders is you can wake up and be whatever the fuck you want to be. Exactly. That fluid. You getting all, all right. that gender so fluid. So what was that? Non-binary? Huh? A gender. What? <laughs> a gender? Um, yeah. Pan-gender. Oh, I've heard of that one. What is that? It's like, I think it's like, bruh, it's pretty much you could be whatever the fuck you want to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked it up yesterday. I forgot. Yeah. Um, gender queer. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, two spirit, the Indian shit. What? Two, two spirits. Spirit. Two spirit, Indian shit. Third gender. Um, bro, this shit getting confusing. I wonder what these what what's the purpose of them? And you can be, uh, excuse me, you can be a multiple of these genders. You don't have to just be one. You can be a multiple. So you can classify as female and trans, and non-binary. That shit hit us. This shit getting out of control though. Bruh. This I'm gonna say it, dog. I'm gonna say it, bruh. What? I know this isn't like the popular opinion, bro, but I hate being one of those people because I was talking to someone online and they was telling me how um they was telling me how progressive we are in the world today and how some people just want to be conservative and want to be conventional. So the idea of, 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 of other people wanting to be something outside of the norm just doesn't please them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I get it. But at the same time, bro, I was reading like studies from like the 60s and the 70s, bro. And like all the doctors, like all the psychologists and shit, they all mm-hmm. was like, basically all the studies were saying like being gay or thinking that you was born a different gender was like a form of mental illness. Yeah. I I think they used to call it like gender dysphoria or some shit. Yeah, yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because like, I see. I don't know. The thing is, as soon as you make something a mental illness, it kind of this it kind of makes people feel like they're outcasted. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I don't know. I just don't know how to approach it because it's like, is everybody supposed to be just normal and vanilla and just? Straight down the middle. You know what I'm saying? Nah, see, I, I think people can be different, but the idea of ignoring the fact that she was obviously born with a dick is yeah. what bothers me. Mm-hmm. And like then you're just completely no, ignoring that. What what bothers me, I don't care if they do it, just don't have me involved in it. Like Oh nah, the, I, like if I accidentally like the it is ma'am, nigga. Yeah. If that were to happen to me, I'd be like, Dog, like you can't expect me to read you. Like, if I see if I see a grown ass nigga in front of me, that I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like I can't do shit about that. Yeah, like you obviously a man. On yeah, top of so that, it's nigga, like you bigger than me, bro. Yeah, it's like I and can't, I'm not a small nigga. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna be an asshole. But bro, let me read you this Fox News headline. What happened? All right, Planned Parenthood. Teach your preschoolers their genitals don't determine their gender. Yeah. So a lot of this, we're seeing a lot of this uh, postmodern, like liberal left wing bullshit extremism being pushed into the school systems. Because here's the, this is how it happened though. Like back in the 60s, like all those college students, they just grew up, like they were all left wing hippie, kind of fucking crazy left wing people. And they grew up and became teachers and professors and people who influenced. They became judges and you know, police chiefs and all kinds of shit, right? Yeah. And then it just slowly permeated society. And so now everybody is like that. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's like your college, you most likely ask your college professor, they're most likely gonna be a liberal. You know what I'm saying? There are no like conservative. In other words, they some bitch ass niggas. Yeah, honestly. And that's that's where I was going to next, bro. Um, how many male teachers do you know? Male teachers, a couple. Uh, out of those male teachers that you know or know of, how many of them do you do you think are like outstanding leaders or like strong people that you would want your son to follow? I've fucking none of them. Honestly, the only teachers that I do know that I think are like you know decent people, they're all like gym teachers and shit or history and teachers. They're like we're coaches. talking about our generation too, because yeah, the previous generation I do remember some solid male role models. Yeah, I had in sixth grade. I had a teacher. I think his name was like Mr. Rosenbelt or something. He was my mm-hmm. math teacher. He's he's actually the one that got me into talented and gifted classes. Yeah, and he was like a really good man. He wasn't like no leader or nothing, but he was like a really good man though. Yeah. Um. Nowadays, bro, I don't know. I could be wrong though, but the people in our generation as teachers now, they some bitch ass niggas, bro. Mm-hmm. But that's just for me because you know they're my peers now. I've noticed, and you know, maybe I'm jumping the gun on it, but I I see a lot of the time. Guys who might have been like picked on, yeah, or kind of like kind of outcasts, and not really yeah. picked on, but like there's always this this quest to be to because men always want to lead. Uh-huh. You always want to lead. You might not be built for it. Some of us are followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we always want to lead. We want everybody to notice us and hear us and our voice to be heard. And I feel like a lot of these guys always felt like their voices weren't heard. You know what I'm saying? And so now they feel like. I, my my way to do it is to teach the youth. You know what I'm saying? It's to go in these classrooms and preach all this fucking liberal. But why would you, know, you push bullshit. like your beliefs onto someone else and not let them form their own opinions and become their own person? This, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like a lot of, but that's a form of like having power. Is it, all this shit? It kind it comes down to people who want one side wants power and the other side wants power. So it's like, bro, I want I want the people that's listening right now. Cause I know, like I said earlier, most of my audience is females, mm-hmm. and I know a couple of them are teachers. Yeah, I want you to go to work, or if you're at work when you're listening to this, or the next day, go to work, look around to all the male teachers, and hit me up and let me know if them niggas is some bitch ass niggas. I'm pretty most positive they're gonna be some bitch ass niggas. Most of them, dog. And then think about it, like imagine raising a son. Like I understand, like a lot of people are like real liberal nowadays, and you know, they they want things to be different. They understand that everyone is different, and they want shit to be different. Mm-hmm. But imagine raising a kid, like the video I showed you yesterday of um, it was it was two trans parents. The dad was yeah. born a woman. That the was- mom was born a man. And they had two kids that looked yeah. just like them. Yeah, that was some fucking Twilight Zone shit. That yeah. Shit. So I want y'all to imagine raising kids and having to explain to them that little Johnny's daddy is actually his mommy and he came out of his daddy. Or they'll just straight up just pretend that it never happened. Yeah. But even your child would be like, you kind of look like a girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even like my son, he's just, you know, children are just kind of like unapologetic and they unfiltered. So they notice shit like that. Yeah. Like if Carter seen that, uh, it's ma'am. They, uh-huh. Carter would be like, no, you're, you're, you're a nigga. Like, I see it. Like, come on. You obviously look like he, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just look like you got your, your hair like nice and nicely cut. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You obviously look like he man, yeah. Monica. So it's like 
It's definitely sir. <laughs> but yeah, that ignoring goddamn ignoring like biology, I don't yeah. understand it, bro. Uh, a lot of this nowadays is about people feeling comfortable, bro. It's just like we have we're going out of our way and ignoring science and every we're ignoring everything, our own feelings, just to make people feel comfortable. And that and at the end of the day, here's the thing about trans people because you know they have a high su- suicide rate. Yeah, and. People think it's because like uh, people aren't accepting of them and they get bullied and all that other shit. And I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of these people, they'll have the mental illness anyways. They'll have the depression anyways. You know what I'm saying? Simply because if we're being real about it, depression is like clinical. It's biological too. So it's like that's in you regardless. So it's like people accepting you in society, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy and not blow your brains out. You know it goes. Saying? It goes right back to the mental illness I was speaking of earlier. What's that? It goes. It just goes right back to it. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah. It has to be some form of mental illness. I think it's a a bunch of them stacked on top of each other. But I, I, I. The thing is, I don't think people should hide who they are. I, I don't want people to hide who they are. You know. So, bro, if if two I just trans, don't want people treading on me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If if two if two trans people get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. That shit is called what are they? Are, they're not. Excuse me. Are they classified as transgender as far as their gender? Or are they non-binary or like what gender are they? Well, and why would two trans people be in a relationship anyway? That's kind of weird, isn't know, it? Dude, they they got some crazy mumbo jumbo going on. Because the thing is, I feel like you you wanted wait. So pretty much, it's a boy and a girl dating. But mm-hmm. the boy changes to a girl, and the girl changes to a boy. Mm-hmm. But it's still a boy and a girl dating. So it's like I don't, I don't get why that's necessary. Like, for the to kids, go through all like, that, bro. For the kids, how does that like affect the kids? I, if it was me, like, and I was just like, damn, I feel like a bitch. Like I wanna, I wanna turn, I wanna transition. I would just dress up and drag every now and then, and have my girl peg me or some shit. Like I wouldn't do I wouldn't go through all the fucking the hormone treatment and cut my dick off and get a drill get drilled in a hole drilled well, bro, in me or like, some shit, like, you know? Bro, like we were saying earlier though, uh Bruce Jenner is fucking winning. Yeah. That nigga That nigga's is on winning, top. bro. It almost make you think like, damn, what I really got them put that dress on and pretend to be a bitch for a million dollars. Cause like, bro, he's still a man. Like he's still fucking bitches. He still got yeah. a dick. He's yeah. just dressing like a bitch and, and got mad endorsements. Has he had the full chop yet? No. He ain't got the full chop. He said he's never doing it. He, bro, he uh, likes women and he likes his dick. I like my shit too. I feel him on that shit. But bro, like, so why are you dressing up like a woman? Niggas. Niggas just want I feel like, bro, people are like it. It's like Oscar De La Hoya syndrome, bro. You just want to have fun, bro. I feel like people just, I would, I, I ain't even gonna lie, Oscar like De La Hoya head ass though. You said what? Oscar De La Hoya, he is, bro. That nigga be off the blow and shit. That nigga be going hard. <laughs> but goddamn, he got a he got a very successful uh promotion promotion firm though. Yeah, the Golden Boy shit. Yeah, which is yeah. very successful. Yeah, um, but I just feel like people just want to be free to do whatever the fuck they want. But here's the thing. Like we always say, you can't do shit without people judging you. You're not gonna do shit mm-hmm. without people judging you. People, the people are judgmental, and it's it's weird that we fucking have we always preach against being judgmental, and the Bible preaches a, the Bible preaches against it. Everything preaches against judgment. Ooh, bro, when the last time you went to church? It's been years. Talking about judgment, bro. 
bro. Last time I went to church, bro, it was it was one of the most disgusting, humbling experiences I ever experienced in my life. Why you say that, bro? People in church are just so judgmental and so disgusting, bro. Like, bro, I'm going to tell you, dog, and now since it's old, I really can speak on it. I did a podcast right after I, I right after I left the church, and I didn't want to speak on it too much because it was fresh, mm-hmm. and I went with my nigga Trey Trey, so I ain't want him to feel no type of way, like, yeah. you know, when, when he heard the podcast. But, so, bro, we're sitting in this church, right? And I know Trey don't care about me using his name. Bro, we're sitting in the church. Um, The people, the people talking in the church had their kids with him. Probably every last one of them that were speaking on on the topics, maybe except one, all their kids was obviously gay. <laughs> like that's flamboyantly bro, but gay. But that's that's weird too, cause like there's a high percentage of like your next generation is going to be gay. Like I've seen a lot the of preachers, opposite the opposite of what you I've seen a lot of preachers' preach. sons become gay. Or a lot of really religious families their sons will become gay for some reason. It's like, I don't know why. It's, it's like we the have a natural... you preach against. Yeah, it's like we have a natural rebellion. Yeah. It's, it's weird. weird. So, bro, I'm I'm looking at these people. I'm not thinking nothing of it. You know, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, whatever, bro. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking like... Like, the more and more they start talking, they start talking about, like, boys wearing skinny jeans, uh, girls girls wearing... Uh, church folks is so stupid. Yeah, girls wearing jeans, and they should be wearing skirts, especially when they go to church. They just talk about stupid shit like that. And I'm just looking, skinny like, jeans. I'm looking at all the topics and shit, and they were talking about kids respecting their, their, their parents and why there's a disconnect between their generation and our generation. And I'm like, bro, you know why there's a disconnect? Because y'all don't respect our generation. On top of that... Your kid is obviously gay. Yeah. And you're still on some like super conservative shit. My son ain't gay. Yeah. He like gonna grow up, he's gonna marry him a nice red bone woman. And then I yeah, feel like yeah. some of them like have to know their kid is gay. And I bet behind closed doors they dog, they're saying shit to them like, nah, you can't you can't come out because you know you'll you'll tarnish the family name. Yeah. It's like, bro, let them motherfuckers Nigga, be I'm already preparing for my son to be gay, but goddamn. Bro, your son is not gay, bro. <laughs> He just that four. Shit, yeah, <laughs> he just four as fuck. I'll be like, bro, this nigga soft. I'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. He's just he's just a nice ass kid, yeah. bro. I told you, dog. My dog E, bro. His son's the same way. But I don't. I don't nice really even care kid. if he is though. Like me, you know how I'm a I'm a free. I don't care if he want to transition, nigga. I'm gonna love you the same way. But do you think, like, especially like, okay, your son is young, so I can't really ask you this question, dog. This definitely be a question. Uh, have to be a question I ask E. And I'm really going, I'm, I'm going to ask E this because, you know, E has a 10-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say your son was 10. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a perfect age where he should be able to pick his gender? And no, if he, I, if he wants to transition, he should be able to transition at 10 years old? No. That's a that's a very, that's a pimp decision you got to make. when you. I think you should, I don't even think you should be able to make it by 18. I think you should be like like 20s before Bro, you, you decide, know funny, like, I'm though? a... You know what's funny? What? Um, what's the legal age to get tattoos? Is it eighteen or twenty-one? I think it's eighteen. Okay. It might be seventeen, honestly. Uh, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, yeah. bro. When I was fifteen, either fourteen or fifteen, I remember. Uh, I got in trouble at school. My mom's cut all my hair off, right? Mm-hmm. Cut all my hair off, and I was just on some like super rebel shit. Like, yeah, man, I'm mad as fuck at the world. I ain't got no hair no more. 
I went and got my the first <laughs> I thing I did, I went and got my ear pierced. Oh, yeah, on some real rebel <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> I already had the left one pierced. I went and got the right one pierced. Okay. On some super rebel shit. Like, yeah. Then the next day I woke up, like, I went in my mom's room. I was like, man, I'm trying to get a tattoo. <laughs> and she was like, all right. Oh, hell nah. Bro, I went and took a shower. Goddamn, tried to brush my hair because I looked like shit. Shit wasn't brushing. I just put a hat on. Goddamn, we got in the car. We went to the tattoo shop. Bro, you don't even want to know what I was about to get. What? I was about to get Slim Thugger <laughs> tatted on my elbows. Bro, so I'm in the shop, but he cranks the gun up. So does he crank the gun up? Bro, believe it or not, I didn't even know like how you get tattoos. Yeah. Bro, when I seen him crank that gun up, I was like- Oh, hell no. I was like, nah, never mind, man. Goddamn, we can dip. <laughs> but nah, bro. I they just literally said, have to carve that yeah, shit into your that yeah. ink into and your that skin. Was, that was when I realized, like, oh, that's how tattoos work. They're just they're just cuts. Yeah, they're cuts with ink. Yeah, like literally. But uh, bro, I said that long drawn ass story because I was gonna get Slim Thugger tatted, tatted down my elbows. Then the next idea I had, I wanted a Chevy sign tatted on my chest with an Impala running through it. That probably would have been five. But I wouldn't have wanted that shit right now. I'm almost 30 <laughs> years old. Bro, imagine me right now, almost 30 years old, I take my shirt off, and you see I got a fucking I got a fucking Chevy sign with a deer running through it. You'll be like, yeah, Slim, man. what the fuck is that, bro? Like, why the fuck do you have that on your chest? Like, at 21, that shit cool. But 30? But that's why I say that, though. Like, bro, that's why the age for drinking, the age for tattoos. That's why they place them at these ages because, bro, you don't want to make, yeah, you don't want to make a lifelong decision based off impulse. Yeah. So a 10-year-old may feel like he's, he may feel like he's gay. He may feel like he's a woman. Exactly. Bro, what if he turns like 14, 15, has his first sexual experience and be like, you know what? I don't like men. I like women, actually. I love pussy. Yeah. God damn. Like, he he realizes, like, nah, maybe I'm just a little more feminine than most men, but yeah. I still like bitches. Because here's the thing I do believe in. I believe in there is a spectrum. There is a spectrum of ultimately, like, feminine, just completely feminine, and then all the way masculine. Yeah. And we're all, we all lie in between that. And some niggas is fully over the top. Masculine niggas. They call out there. me that. Niggas out there, yeah. Just, just I'm straight not, up. I'm not. I don't think you're completely over the top. Niggas like fucking who's like that? Joe Rogan. I think Joe's a little softer too. I don't think he's all the way up there, but he's I don't he's know close. though. If we're if we're making a scale, okay, okay, I'm with you. Because Joe Rogan, like sometimes he breaks down his podcast. He'd be he crying. Cries. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the one he did with But that's uh, crazy? We uh we we kind of we equivalent like crying with with, feminine, with being feminine. feminine. Yeah, <laughs> that's just weird, but bro. Hey. Did you see the one he did with uh uh damn DDP? DDP, which one? Uh, fucking Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page has this like organization where he uh helps soldiers and shit walk and shit. Uh, nah, he helps. He, he helps people a, get in. Yeah, he a, helps a people Marine get in shape. Yeah, he helps people get in shape. Well, it was I a know guy. The story yeah, that used to be in the military, yeah. and he um he uh he couldn't walk or whatever. He got real overweight, and you know they said he couldn't he he couldn't walk anymore. He got him exercising or whatever, and buddy slowly like got in shape, got off the cane, and he had this long drawn out like video, kind of like a time lapse type thing, 
And like Joe Rogan was watching it, he was talking through it, and at the end, he just broke down like crying, bro. <laughs> like he couldn't even hold it in, bro. He was just like, bro, like he was on the mic still talking, and he was like, "I'm fucking crying right now." <laughs> this nigga Joe be breaking down, dog. Joe Rogan, the All American badass, was yeah. just breaking down. Joe like, be breaking bruh. down. That should be so fucking. All right, it don't be funny because sometimes I'd be like, all right. Some shit'll make you tear up though. No, like like I always talk about it. Every time I be at home and I be drunk and I watch Nip uh Victory Lap video and he on that boat fucking with his shirt blowing in the wind and that song come uh I be like, bro, God, bro, damn, you know the funniest bro. thing though? I start watering I know, everything. Bro, I know you seen this before, like, you know, like all my favorite rappers like just always magically like just kick the bucket. Yes, I don't know bro. what the fuck it be. You bad luck. I think so, bro. I wouldn't want to so, be your bro, favorite rapper. So, bro, when Nip died, I remember, dog. I was in the room, bro, and I seen on Twitter first. It was like Nip just got shot like five or or, or six or seven times, and um, I was like, <sighs> I was like, damn, Nip just got shot, man. I hope he all right, bro. Person I didn't think room, he was gonna. I didn't think he neither. was gonna die. Me neither, bro. The person in the room was like, was like, uh, oh, damn. Is he all right? I was like, I don't know. And then, like, right after that, a video surfaced of him laying on the ground and the paramedics trying to revive him, and he had a big-ass hole in his head. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew, like, he was gone. Mm-hmm. Then after that, like, that's when the person in the room, he was like, yeah. you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't know that nigga. I'm good. <laughs> Bro, right after that, that we found out uh, he was dead. And I just, like, it ain't really hit me then. Bruh, no lie, like the whole time he was gone, I was on some like, man, I don't know that nigga type shit. Yeah. Bruh, YG, you know, YG was putting his album out. He postponed it because Nip had passed. Mm-hmm. YG, YG goes to Breakfast Club to promote his album. Bro, I start crying like a fucking bitch. The whole interview, I'm crying like a bitch, bro. Yeah, that was that was a fucking a good ass interview though. And didn't he like dedicate like the album sales and shit? I think to like his to the family and shit. Yeah, that's some that's some G shit for real, bro. And that album was hard as fuck. YG album was fire. I don't care what nobody say. So he, yeah, I mean, it's sad it took that, but that album was fire, boy. But yeah, bro, I'm at the crib. I'm crying. I'm crying like a bitch, bro. Like the whole thing. I told you another interview that made me cry like a little girl. These are the last two times I cried too. Bro, that YG interview, it's always Breakfast Club. That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie, Breakfast Club be having some good ones, but they also have some really bad ones. Yeah. It was that it was that YG interview because he was just so lost, bro. And like I could tell it was genuine. He was on some like, I just don't understand like why people, why why good people die. And I felt him because I feel that way about life too, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's confusing. It's like I know like when bad people go, and I was just talking about this yesterday. When bad people go, I'm like, Man, that nigga was living his life rough. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When good people go, it's like, I have no answer, bro. Yeah, like, why? Yeah. The other interview was um, 21 Savage. What was 21 Savage talking about? Bro, he was just talking about, like, his life and what he go through and, like, oh, just the pain. Like, yeah, the pain and shit. And yeah. And like, and shit. like, the same type shit he was talking about, same type shit he go through. I was like, damn. Oh, he was talking about, like, how numb life makes us. Yeah. And I was like, bro, that's exactly what it, like, does to us, bro. Like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example, bro. Last night, me and you was joking about about our stepdads beating our ass when we was young. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's serious. Yeah. We was laughing and joking about that shit. 
excuse me, like it was nothing, bro. That's a serious like problem. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, some traumatizing life problems. It is life changing, definitely. When yeah. you have a, I don't even like calling them abusive. I don't like it because my dad wasn't abusive. Because bro, honestly, technically at I the was end bad. Of the day, that shit is abuse. Dog. I know, but technically I was bad. But you, kid. but but you know the problem with us, bro. It's it's just like the spectrum you were speaking on earlier. Like, bro, we um we classify ourselves as like these masculine men. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just brush it off like it ain't nothing. Like I was thinking about it, like I just recently yesterday put out a promo video for a podcast I did last week. And um uh, I actually did the week before last, but I put it out last week. And um, you know, in the in the promo video I said something like verbal abuse isn't real. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I still believe verbal abuse isn't real, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I feel like people are allowed to feel how they feel about things. Like, I personally feel like it's not real. I will argue it down, but at the end of the day, if someone else feels like it isn't real, I I mean, excuse me, if someone else feels like it's real, I get why they feel that way. Yeah. I mean, there are different, everybody has a different, like, pain threshold. Some people are kind of like, Dog, like us, like nigga, we got our asses whooped when we was kids, like bad nigga, like you know, you know how it was, nigga. And then there are some people that words, like literally yeah. words, will do what a bad ass whooping. Like would that do. story you told me about the jacket. Yeah, exactly. You, you ain't got to say it on the air, but it'll be funny if you do. No, it. no, I got you, <laughs> because it still baffles me. Like, I'm Tell like, the what story, the fuck, bro? He probably so I got a homeboy. I got a homeboy, and he's just like, you know, he has. A lot of depression and anxiety issues, and uh, which is real. Like, yeah, depression is one of those things. Like, you know, I don't think like I think alcoholism is like a sickness, but it's not one of those sicknesses that's like you know biological. Yeah. Depression is one of those biological yeah. sicknesses. But yeah, keep going. My bad. And then, uh, so he was telling me, like, I was like, where does all this stem from? And I just, you know, it, to me, it all boils down to like sto- like things his dad would say to him. Like he, his dad would have like really intense moments with him, mm-hmm. and that always shook him. You know what I'm saying? His dad, one time, he had bought him this nice, you know, the big polo bubble sport coat yeah. that people used to have back in the 90s, the fresh joints. Love them things. But uh, and bitches was too. expensive, too. And so his dad tells him, don't you ever leave that coat laying around. Somebody could kill, would want to kill you for that coat. And... My friend was like, and from that day, it always stuck with me, man. I was just like. All right, so what happened after that? I was like, so where's the beating? Like, where's the abuse? Where's all that shit? And then I figured out that's all it took for him. Because, like, he didn't, he don't got the threshold we got. But do you, but, uh, excuse me, do you call us insensitive for not understanding his pain from that situation? I don't know what I don't, but I don't get it. I I literally don't. Sometimes get it. I literally think we're insensitive because we don't understand that type shit. Like, bro, my mama used to tell me I ain't shit. You you just yeah. like your daddy, stupid motherfucker. All kind of shit. My dad wasn't even that bad. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but you know, my mom used to like say all kind of stuff to me. Not saying she's a horrible lady, but you know, she you know used to how say stuff heated to me. moments. Yeah. So, bro, imagine if like your friend went through what we went through. Especially that. Especially even, that. I don't even think. I don't about. even think he would be here. Yeah. Or maybe it would have made him tougher. Who knows, dog? Like, I don't know the right way to parent, but I feel like the way I was raised, I deserve some of the mass whoopings. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Did too, I did definitely. a lot of stupid shit. Especially um, like when I was playing you all them songs yesterday. I had that shit listening to all that shit in like third grade and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you grew a little faster than most of us. 
That story I told you yesterday was head ass too. <laughs> you got that shit. I was like, what I said? I, I went to my mom's and was like, man, I wish I just went to sleep and just didn't wake up. Hmm. I got that shit for that. But see, we joke about shit like that. Yeah. But to other people, like, that's a big deal, bro. Like, yeah. that's traumatizing. Like, that's weird, though. To me, that's hilarious. Yeah, like, bro. Okay, my dog, Serge, bro. I love Serge to death, bro. Serge is so dramatic, though, dog. Yeah. Like, bro, last time I seen Serge, let me tell you what he told me. I, I probably told you before, but, bro, he told me, he was like, Slim, you just don't get it, bro. Like, the type shit you go through in a year is what most people go through in, like, five years, bro. Your life is just so toxic. And you know I hate that fucking toxic word. Yeah. Bro, your life is just so toxic. I'm like, bro. My nigga think? Serge. I know my nigga Serge, goddamn. Niggas handle shit differently. Because my nigga yeah. Serge was mad at you for a fight he got in with a different nigga. It's not like he even fought you. Yeah. He got mad at you for a fight he got in with a different nigga. It's like, why are you mad at me? Didn't talk to you for, like, what, a like year? Like a year, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So niggas just handle shit. It's but so see, weird bro, dealing see, with bro, so many different bro, people. Bro. Whenever I go through things like that, dog, I really try to figure out, like, where I went wrong. Like, in that situation, I knew for a fact I wasn't wrong, but I'm still reaching for things because, bro, I love Serge. That's my brother, yeah. bro. Like, I missed that nigga the whole year. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, hmm, what did I do wrong? And like, like I come up with things like, Slim, you are a little insensitive. Like, you know, things that bother other people doesn't bother you. Like, you know, I grew up fighting. So yeah. a fight just, I get into a fight, I might get a black eye, you yeah. know, things might happen. I get over it. Um, But to other people, you get it's into a fight, shit. that's like a big deal, yeah, bro. Serious shit. Yeah, like, bro, I done been through way worse shit in life yeah. than a fight. <laughs> exactly. I like, mean, way dog, worse shit. Like all of our homeboys fought. We've all fought each other, nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, a fight is a fight. It's, you got to get that shit out sometimes. Nigga, just get on your nerves. You got to fucking hook. That's just what it is. But uh, I don't know. Some people, like I said, bro, we got a higher pain threshold. I think. Like we take, a, we have a high pain tolerance when it comes to like emotional abuse or yeah, whatever the fuck people want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though I don't necessarily even. Cause the only way to the thing is, I we we had it all, if you want to call it verbal, emotional, and physical. Yeah, we had it all. So the worst you could do to me, kind of when I was a kid, was to beat the shit out of me. Everything else, I'm like, all right, stupid motherfucker, I'm dumb. You always, you ain't shit. You ain't gonna be shit if you keep doing stuff like that. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what's crazy though? Like those ass whoopings I got when I was young. Them shits ain't mean a bitch ass thing to me. Like the worst shit that 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 I felt like I went through when I was young, like. Oh, it was two situations, bro. And I'm going to tell a situation that Joe went through that bothered him. And you're going to laugh your ass off, but it's serious. Like, we laughing and joking about this shit, but this is real, like, abuse type shit. Bro, one time I had to, like, you know how you, like, do the wall sit? Yeah. Okay, I had to do the wall sit, and I had to hold books like this. And I did that shit for, like, two hours. Damn, I literally had to sucks. do that shit till I passed out. Another sucks. time I went to school and I was wilding like a motherfucker in school. Yeah. And I came home. And like that nigga was like, "Why the fuck you wilding at school? This and that, woo woo." And I told him straight up, I was like, "Bro, I don't need no fucking education. I'm going to the fucking NBA." <laughs> I had that shit bad as fuck. That nigga, boy. But you know, like I was five back then. Like people yeah. was hyping me up, like Slim, you gonna go to the league? All this, all yeah. that. That shit got in my head. So you know, I, I always been a smart ass kid, bro. But I just was wilding, like, bitch, I'm going to the NBA. I don't need this shit. Bruh, he woke me up at like five in the morning and literally made me run till I passed out. And like I, you know, I always been athletic, mm -hmm. so I literally, pro I probably ran like ten miles. Yeah. Then I fucking passed out. Um, I'm gonna tell you a story about my nigga Joe, bruh. Uh, 
I normally don't talk about people if I'm not talking to them on the regular, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Joe head ass. But, <laughs> <laughs> but bro, Joe, I remember when we was young, you know, me and Joe used to be running around getting wild as fuck all the time. And like Joe would always just chug, like every time he was thirsty, he would just chug like sodas and shit. I used to be like, bro, why the fuck do you drink so much soda, bro? You need to drink water. You know, I drink water like motherfucker. I always yeah. drink a lot of water. That nigga was like, bro, I don't drink water. That shit fucking nasty. I could not figure out. I never seen him drink a glass of water, like, ever. I could not figure it out. Like, why the fuck doesn't he drink water? Bro, one day we was just kicking it, bro, and we was just talking about shit. And he told me, he was like, bro, this nigga Buster made me goddamn drink water. Made me and my brother drink water until we goddamn threw up one day. He was like, I will not drink no fucking water. God damn, and that shit sticks with him. Bro, forever, bro. Still to this day, that nigga will not drink no water. <laughs> Ain't that shit crazy, This nigga be walking bro? around dehydrated as fuck. What? Bro, imagine, bro, his piss probably smell like fucking flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. Bro, I'm, I'm about to drink some water just talking about that shit. Like, imagine your body without water, bro. The thing about parenting is you never know exactly what it is that's going to trigger something in your child. Like, me... Saying a certain thing or making my son chug water, I didn't know that would stick with him like that. Yeah, now yeah, it's a yeah. character flaw. Yeah. Now this nigga just walking around dehydrated as fuck all the time mm-hmm. and won't drink water. You all be, all because of some shit that you did that you that yeah. that you was just ignorant about. That shit crazy. You that know? shit that that shit scary. But uh, at the same time, like I told you before, when when uh, we was having a conversation about your son. There's there's literally no there's literally no um book to parenting. I know I shouldn't speak too much about like parenting and shit because I ain't got no kids, but that shit just looks tough, bro. I told you that's why like when I'm around your kid, I'll play with him all day because I know like I'm only here for like a couple days. Yeah. You got to do this shit every day, bro. Every fucking day. That shit tough. It's tough, but I mean it's it's a necessary thing, man. It's like. I wish I could be better though. Like I just don't have the energy for it though, nigga. After getting off work and shit, nigga, you do not have the energy to go home and, and just. That's why I. That's a big. That's why I give women a big ups because they do it more than us. Yeah, they realistically, do a, lot a lot of yeah. men don't like to admit that, but realistically, yeah, they do. But bro, um, the reason why I even started talking about parenting is because like, so how did how you grew up affect you as a parent? Nigga, I ain't even gonna lie. I'll be yelling at Carter sometimes, and I'll have flashes of my father in my head. Yeah, that is creepy. I don't like it. I'm like, Kenny, you gotta stop doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why the fuck you hated when he made you feel like that? Why the fuck would you do it to your son? Especially since my son cute. I was a little ugly ass kid. I was fat. <laughs> I was hard to love. You was fat as fuck. I, I was hard to love back then. But my son, he's beautiful, little light skinned curly haired kid. It's hard to be mean to him. Uh, but yeah, and I just have flashes of my dad in my head every time I do it. I, I I get out of line and shit, so I can't do that shit. You know? Yeah, I can't do that shit, bro. Like I love that little nigga so much. You know? Honestly, dog, like I I probably never talk about shit like this, but that's probably why I don't have kids. Yeah, it's cause like it's like you know, growing up, you like we got all this internal beef with our parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like. I th- you don't want to be like that? that. I think that's what millennials are. We're just a damaged, like, because the thing about them, I kind of think we had a realization like life is not supposed to be like this. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it, this is not supposed to happen. They didn't have that. Like, my dad grew they up. They grew up tough, Yeah, bro. my dad grew up just like an ass whooping was normal. Your dad punches you in the face. That's normal. We really grew up sensitive as fuck. Yeah, but it's the thing of we knew it wasn't supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is the difference between their generation and our generation. Because, like, my dad, that's just how it happened. Like, a kid, like, you see a mom beating a kid with a broomstick. Like, that was normal. Yeah. And he goes outside and plays. He's like, damn, that bitch was tripping. <laughs> and goes back to playing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? She was beating the hell out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, crazy. But us, we were like, nah, that shit was not supposed to happen. Like, nigga, I'm bleeding. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I don't feel too good about myself. Is my mom supposed to be doing this shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think we just had a realization. I think millennial, that's what made us kind of like seem a little softer. But it's just kids realizing like, we um we definitely like are the effects of 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 our parents. Yeah. Excuse me, the effects of bad parenting basically. Mm-hmm. But we also like like I said, we grew up soft. Our parents grew up kind of tough. Their parents probably grew up tougher because mm-hmm. you know that was like Jim kids, Crow slavery time. Kids working in factories yeah. and all kind of shit. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> now it's like the next generation is probably growing up even softer, but is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? I think it's a, I think it's necessary for society. I think everything that here's the thing. I Progressive. Have, yeah, I think I have a lot of conservative ideas on certain things, uh-huh. but like gun, like guns and shit, you know. But like, I also believe that society socially is supposed to progress, and everybody is supposed to have a place in society. Everybody's supposed to have a place, bro. You know I don't what's think funny about your view on guns out. too. Um, that I always found interesting. What? You never owned a gun before, right? Not like a handgun. No. One yeah. time, I I bought a three eighty from a homeboy I work with at Walmart, and I thought it was gonna be hot. It was like a chrome three eighty, and I was like, Nah. I went got, back and got, got my money it. back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, nah. that nigga gave you his money back. He lame as hell. But, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga but, was supposed to bump my ass. But bro, you ain't so. You never owned a gun besides besides that situation, yeah. but you but you also view guns as like necessary. I support gun rights. Yeah, yeah, that shit's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And is here's the thing: when I feel like a gun is necessary in my life, as soon as I hear a nigga playing with my doorknob, going to get the pistol. I'm going to buy that bitch the next day. But I'm a little nuts, so so I don't like having guns around. I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> bro. I had a long talk with Quelo about this, like. You know, like, especially, like, when I first had started getting some money and, I, and my business was going good, nigga, I had an ass of guns. I know you remember that shit. Bro, I had an ass of guns. I was tripping like a motherfucker. And I remember the day, like, I just sold all my guns. It wasn't even because of money. It's just because I was, like, I really feel like, like Nas was saying, like, that song, that song Nas got about the guns. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, we put a lot of power into these guns. So I literally just went and sold all my guns on some, like, bro, I think my life would be better, like, if I didn't have guns. I'm not saying you don't need guns. You need guns, bro. You just, you know, it's, I just don't want to be. Thing. Maybe when I'm like not drinking four days a week, King, <laughs> and like, because it's like I feel like having a gun is like just a bad decision, a way of like somebody pissing me off and me getting my pistol. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's and like it, one bad decision you, away. It gives you this false sense of like comfortability. Yeah, that you just like shouldn't have. I'm just one like one bad decision. That's why I just kind of like. Well, we could always just fight. <laughs> Bro, what do you think the reasoning is for people to always bring up uh, gun rights whenever a shooting happens? There's obviously a agenda behind all of this shit. I mean, we already know. Are you about to get your uh, conspiracy back? 
No, it's not even a conspiracy. <laughs> There's just every like media media stations are owned. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you're saying like me, media stations are owned by certain people. On certain people who own these media stations, you're gonna get a certain viewpoint because the owner of it is a liberal or he's a or a conservative. Like the headline I read you from Fox News. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, and, and people at Fox News who own it probably are very conservative. So you're always gonna hear conservative shit. So it's like when media is like that, you're always gonna get biased information. When when people aren't out here freelance journalists who are just like doing their thing, like trying to make some money, doing the real. You know, news work out here. You're always gonna get biased shit from people who are owned by corporations and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like my shit, you ain't never gonna, see, bro. You ain't never gonna get no Charlemagne the God type answer from me. Yeah, on my I, shit. Like, dog, ever. let's talk about Charlemagne real quick though. Uh, not to jump around, but like, <laughs> no, no, no. The you downfall, know I like the downfall of Charlemagne, bro. Like Charlemagne was probably one of my, if not my favorite radio, not. Or media personalities. All right, bro. So let me break it down. And I'm glad you brung that up because I talk about Charlemagne all the time. Like I even went on main main podcast that's on the radio and talked about Charlemagne. I talk yeah. about it so much. People don't even understand like my little secret beef with Charlemagne, bro. Yeah. My secret beef with Charlemagne is like, what's the perfect analogy I can use to explain it? Bruh, it's like a nigga that grows up with his dad and thinks mm. his dad is his fucking hero. Mm-hmm. And he turns 18 years old, and he's mm-hmm. off in the real world. And then he looks back, like let's say he's in college or something, and he looks back and he's like, "You know what? My dad smokes crack. Yeah, he's a fucking crackhead." <laughs> That's how it is with Charlemagne. It's like, bro, I always viewed him as like this real nigga, you know, from the south. He from South Carolina. He got them speak his mind. He say what he want to. Soon as got them, soon as a little bit of fire went up under his ass. Boom, PC Charlemagne. And I tell you all the time, bro, like, I know about playing the game because I'm a businessman. I dealt with corporations before. And honestly, you see how I was when I was with that shit. I was like, bro, I'm not going to conform to what the fuck they want me to be. Yeah. I'm goddamn going to do my own thing, bro, because I'm not no nasty ass nigga. You ain't going to make me no nasty motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I'm just not like that. I feel like Charlemagne, like, that's what he becomes, bro. And that's the thing is like, like, Charlemagne. He felt the pressure. Here's the thing. Charlemagne just started getting real money like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like a it's lot of that, new. a lot of that came into play with it. Like, I'm getting money now. Like, I don't want to lose this. This is like, my family's gotten comfortable with this lifestyle. Like, I'm doing well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got books, bestsellers. I'm going to just give all that up because I don't want to apologize. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, a lot of what he got going on is just him bending the knee and being like, man, I'm going to just get this money. I, he's not even edgy anymore. I was gonna say he try to be a little bit edgy. He's not even edgy anymore. He doesn't say the, anything cutting edge anymore. The most we'll get from him is mayonnaise. Yeah, he'll bash white people. That's easy though. Yeah, that's easy, especially nowadays. Yeah, nowadays like white people, white people, white people do easy. much. White people do so much crazy shit. Like you have every reason to bash white people. Mm. That shit is crazy, dog. White people, that's an easy goddamn layup, but. Like, let's talk about, like, I want to know how he really feel. Like, he had that nigga, you know the nigga who talk about he likes trans women now or some shit? And I think his name is Daniel Yoba or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that. That's what he was talking about? Yeah, that, this nigga came out publicly and was like, I love trans women pretty much. But I didn't oh, watch the interview. That. I'm watching that shit. Yeah, we got to watch that shit. Because the, the thing is, it's so weird because it's like, why are you making, like, 
why are you making that your your thing? That's your thing now. You're the guy who likes trans women. Like, why you like? If you did, you could have kept that. It goes back key. to what we was talking about with uh, Bruce Jenner. Like, hold on, do we have to call him Caitlyn? Yeah, we're dead naming right now. You know, dead naming is when you say somebody's old name. Excuse me, I want to apologize. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner. It's hard. The bitch. My brain, <laughs> my brain doesn't process shit fast enough for I, where I. If I'm speaking freely, I can't just be like, oh, say Caitlyn instead of Bruce. Because I've known this nigga is Bruce my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I feel the- you. You, dog, dog, you want to be honest? What? My brain does. I do that shit on purpose. <laughs> you know, know that too. Like, you be I'll firing say- me up by that shit. You be like, Slim, you be doing that shit on purpose. <laughs> I, I really do. I be trying to play it off. Like, no. Nah, if I say, nah. if I'm saying Bruce, it's because in my mind, I'm thinking of Bruce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't like. But uh yeah, it's just it's just easier for people like that to like get ahead. Like as soon as you come up with some like groundbreaking type shit nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like look at him, uh look look at him being different and 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 putting the left foot forward. Like, bro, shut up, bro. We need I think we just need braver radio person. Nobody on radio is like doing their thing no more. There is no Howard Stern of this generation no more. Hell no. Nah. So Every, like, everybody's so scared to speak their mind. And like, yeah. bro, since I've been podcasting, I noticed that like, bro, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Somebody that podcasts also like, bro, it'll be people that you see on social media all the time and you'll be like, bro, that'll be the perfect person to have on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you'll get in front of them and they won't say none of that shit they say on social media. They so scared. Yeah. On, on top of that, I know it's like the microphones. I know it's the lights. I know it's the camera. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, like they're scared of what other people are going to say. Like I told you, I had a, a young lady on my podcast early on and they made like a group about her, mm-hmm. like bashing her for some stuff she said on, on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bruh, when you do shit like this, you can't worry about what people say, bro. I have people that bash me, too. Like I told you, one of the first videos I ever put out, I had a fat girl DM me and talk about I should get my fucking teeth fixed. Yeah, that shit. You can't be worried about people. That's one of the things, me growing up, a lame fat nigga just like helped toughen me up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like- It, a give, nigga, you, it give you tough skin. A nigga could say anything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Like it, nigga. And then on top of that, it's nothing you've heard. It, excuse me. It's nothing you've never heard before. Exactly. Like, nigga, I grew up niggas kicking my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's what I just the told. Hallway. So it's like. It's funny you say that because that's what I used to do. I know that's why you said that shit. You head ass. I did used to do that shit every morning, bro. Bro, for the people listening. Nah, I was quote unquote a bully. Elementary school, middle school, I played Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and all that shit. When I grew up, I was a grown ass man. I was about hitting cheeks and goddamn playing sports. Nigga. Yeah, I was a real neck ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, when I was goddamn young, I ain't gonna lie. I used to come into the school every morning, and the kids that used to be playing Pokemon on the side of the hallways, I used to run through their shit on purpose and start kicking their cars and laughing. <laughs> bro, I was head ass, bro. Hell, boy. Bro, I'm about to tell you a funny ass story. You know, I jump around all the time anyway. I don't give a fuck. But, bro, I'm gonna get back to Charlemagne in a minute. Yeah. <sighs> Like maybe last year, maybe the end of last year, a girl DM me, mm-hmm. and she said, "Do you remember me?" That's all she wrote. And I went to her profile. This bitch was fine as fuck. For real, bro. All I wrote back was, "Hell nah, I wish I did." Nigga, guess what she wrote me back? What? You used to used to bully me when we was young. How the fuck do you feel now? God. You know what I wrote her back? 
I feel like you probably still a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let that bitch win. Hell no. Nah. No W's. But bro, like that bullying shit, I'm not going to say it's a necessary evil. It's not a necessary evil. The world probably would be better without bullying, but like it's just fun and it just makes people stronger. Nigga, I, I people feel, picked on me too. Yeah, the thing is, here's the thing. Like we always talk about it. You could say, "Oh, I got bullied as a kid," but at the end of the day, we didn't allow ourselves to be bullied. Hell no. Even though I was fat or something, I always had a job coming back at. Bro, you know nigga. who used you to bully me though? What bitches? Yeah, girls or girls are fuck with. Bro, I'm gonna tell you when I was in elementary school, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I, I told you this shit a hundred times. Bro, when I was in like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, bro, like everybody was fucking. I was not fucking, bro. Yeah. The bitches used to like chase me home from school, <laughs> like literally like just stalk my crib trying to fuck me. I would not fuck, bro. Yeah. They used to they, they used to call me frigid. They used to call me lame, all kind of shit. I used to hate that shit, bro. But I ain't want to fuck, nigga. Goddamn, I just thought that shit was nasty, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's mainly because when I was in, like, first grade, my fucking babysitter, her kids, one was in my grade, the other one was, like, two grades ahead of me. She was in, like, third grade. The other one was was in my same grade. Bro, they got them both, like, took me in the closet and showed me they got them pussies, and they got them put their fingers in their pussy, oh. and they tried to get me to smell it, and my stupid ass smelt it, and it was so fucking stank, bro. <laughs> So I just was like scarred from that shit, bro. I was like, bro, pussy Ugh. is so fucking gross, bro. That was first my first all, time ever seeing a pussy. Seen don't a pussy. Look good. Hell nah. Pussy looks like salami, like stacked on top of each other. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that the other day because uh, looks like some folded up salami. I've been holding this back because I know the first time I say it, this is gonna be like a viral moment. Bro, <laughs> I'm 29 years old. Fuck Charlemagne. We not getting back to Charlemagne. I'm 29 years old, bro. I'm about to be 30 next year. I've never ate pussy before, dog. Which is the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard. A lot of people don't believe that shit. Even the people that's closest to me, that's known me forever, they do not believe that. Bro, I literally never <laughs> ate pussy before, dog. Well, we were just talking about things of childhood scarring us. That might be one. That might be it. That, that might, might be have, the reason, bro. It might have trickled down, and now you like, I ain't eating that shit. That I literally shit just thought of that today, bro. Yeah. Like, that's that. that might be it, bro. Yeah. Like I'm like, ugh, that shit just so gross, One bro. One bad experience as a kid with some bad pussy and you might. My first time seeing pussy, I was in first grade, and that shit just looked fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. It smelled nasty, like some goddamn roast beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some lunch meat. Roast it was beef. gross, bro. And then the crazy thing about it, they tried to like put their fingers in my mouth, and I'm like, ugh, no. And they start like licking it, like it's good. Yeah. And I was like, y'all bitches is gross. But on top of that, like. Let me speak on their trauma too. And they're actually from Augusta. I see them all the time and never say nothing to them. For real? Nigga, I seen them last night. Yeah, when we was out last night, I seen one of them. I never say nothing to them. For real? Bro, because I know they. they you know what ass. happened though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, bro, I know exactly why they grew up like that. Um, Their mom, their mom used to like, she used to have this skinny, she's had a skinny ass boyfriend. Their mom was like this real obese lady. She just had this skinny ass boyfriend. She had this waterbed. I remember because we used to sneak in her room and jump on the waterbed. Bruh, she used to fuck with the fucking door open, bruh. For this real? Big whale ass bitch laying on the waterbed and this fucking skinny ass nigga just <laughs> flat, 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 just fucking the shit out of her goddamn big ass. I love that too, how skinny niggas always 
they with the big bitch. Love the big bitches, dog. I seen I seen that the other day. I was in line, like, oh, I hope nobody know what I'm talking about. But I seen this really big lady, bro. And she was actually kind of pretty. It's crazy too. Like big people be kind of pretty. Like I be yeah. watching the the fucking health shit on IG. It be these yeah. big ass ladies that be pretty, bro. It was this pretty big girl, like obese though. <laughs> Pretty big girl. And it was this big swole nigga, PPG. cut up nigga, bro. I sound like Damo. This big swole cut up nigga, bro, <laughs> with this fucking big ass lady, bro. Yeah. I was like, damn, bro. That nigga, shit was crazy. I, it's something in niggas nowadays, they got niggas be having fetishes. You know? I think that's what it is, too. I think niggas be having fetishes. Like, shout out my nigga. But I'm gonna be honest. Shout out my nigga Kelsey, man. Big girls do got warm ass pussy, though. That should be warm. I, I gotta give you it think to them. because they sweat? I gotta give it to I don't know what it is, bro. They get, maybe it's the Max sauce. I don't know. <laughs> Max sauce. That nigga <laughs> double head ass. <laughs> hey, bro. But for real, though, I'm goddamn 29, about to be 30. Never ate pussy, bro. That shit crazy. You think that's like an anomaly, bro? I really... Yeah. Well, there's some people who are still virgins, but like, as in a nigga who fucked Do you know any times. virgins? Huh? Do you know any virgins? I don't... Like in our age group? No. I don't know any personally. Me neither. But there are. Technically, I'm a virgin. You got this shit. I'm so fucking pure, bro. Yeah, it is. Bro, I'm so pure, dog. No. Like, I ain't never I ain't never ate the the fucking forbidden fruit, bro. I'm literally fucking uh, I ain't gonna lie, dog. I had some rough times eating, eating cat. <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking lie to you, dog. <laughs> like bad experiences? Nigga, just bad experiences. Bro, bro you ever bro. ate some pussy that was stank? I've ate all kinds of pussy. All the so varieties. you ate stank pussy before? I've ate all varieties of pussy. There was a time, <laughs> there was a time I told you I was going around the borough doming bitches, just doming. And so, bro, when you when you get down there and you smell a bitch pussy a little stank, what makes you still eat it? Nigga, I was drunk. Nigga, I would be slaughtered off the alcohol. Okay, I'm telling you. Oh, you want your you want your pussy ate? And I come in there and I fucking dome a bitch down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The bitch like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be like, all right. I don't, and then, but the whole time I'll be like, that bitch pussy was stinking fuck. Yeah. That's fucking gross, though. No, nigga. I'm a whole nother animal when it comes to that shit, bro. Bro, you know the crazy thing? I don't thing? do shit like that no more, because you know. Bro, the crazy thing about me, dog, I'll got them be fucking my bitch, bro. And I'll just be like, she really deserves to get her pussy ate. And I still don't do it. You just be looking at her. Yeah, that shit head ass dog. Oh, my mama be tripping. <laughs> Every day she comes. Where's my grandson? <laughs> Let me see him. Let me see him. But yeah, brother, that that they eating pussy shit got them head. That's dog. crazy. I probably are should, you ever bro. are you ever gonna do it? I got to dog. Like wedding wedding day, you should do it. Wedding day? Okay, if I can wait that long, you need to answer your phone. No, bro. <laughs> If if I can wait that day, dog, I probably need to. But the reason why I was thinking about it the other day, because I was like, back to Nipsey. We're going to talk about Nipsey some more. I was like, bro, what if I got them died today and I ain't never ate pussy? Like, you remember uh, Leprechaun in the Hood when, mm-hmm. when Buddy was a virgin? He was like, I got to tell you some shit, bro. Like, right before he died, he was like, I got to tell you some shit, bro. I ain't never had pussy before. I'm about to die a virgin. Then the nigga Damn. died. That shit was so sad, bro. Bro, before I get back to Nipsey, bro, I got to tell you this sad-ass story, dog. What happened? Bro, I was locked up when I was like 17 years old. I was at 401. Not the time I was locked up and got them, I was in that bitch for like five and a half months. The time after that, I was in that bitch like 30 days. 
it was these niggas. I don't know if you remember this shit. I know somebody that's listening to this gonna remember this though. In Augusta, Georgia, it was three young kids that robbed a goddamn Zaxby's. And one of the niggas, the new Zaxby's, Zaxby's was on Bel Air Road right in front of Fort Gorn. Three niggas robbed at Zaxby's. And one of them, like, he didn't he didn't rape the bitch, but like he like he fondled her or some weird shit. So they charged him with like armed robbery and they charged him with like sexual something, something, some sexual assault or something. Cause cause he did some weird shit to her. <laughs> so bruh, I'm in jail. Them three niggas had already went up the road, but they had to come back for misdemeanors mm-hmm. from that same case. So they was in there with me. And uh we had stayed up because we had cleaned the jail. Bro, we stayed up and bruh, talking about goddamn a nigga that thought he was masculine breaking down. Bro, I'm gonna tell you what happened. So let me remind you, I'm only 17 at the time. Yeah. These niggas are 17. Mm-hmm. So we was in there just talking and shit. And they just this this nigga, he looked like the nigga uh Zero from Hose, the Disney movie Hose. Yeah. He looked like him. So he was just asking me like weird ass questions, like, yeah, bro. So how I feel like, nigga, you be fucking a lot of bitches, don't you? You know, in my head, I'm just I'm just talking and shit, but I'm thinking like, man, this nigga might be gay. I probably need to chill out. But goddamn, I'm just talking, talking, talking. So next thing I know, this nigga asked me about prom. And I'm like, nigga, fuck prom. I ain't going no fucking prom. You know how I feel about proms and graduations yeah. and shit. I never do shit like that. So right after that, goddamn, that that that's when he broke down and told me. He was like, man, I ain't going to lie, bro. I ain't never had no pussy before, bro. God damn. He was, like, he was like, nigga, they just gave me goddamn 20 with no parole. I probably ain't never going to get no pussy for the rest of my fuck. life. Fuck. Nigga, I ain't say nothing else to that nigga. I listened to this nigga talk for like five more minutes, and then I was like, shit, I'm tired, bro. I'm about to goddamn go to the cell. Nigga, I went to the fucking cell and was boohooing like a fucking bitch, bro. Crying? What? Nigga, I was <laughs> crying, bro. I told you the weirdest shit make me emotional, bro. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro, this nigga 17 ain't never had no pussy. I can't even imagine that shit, bro. That shit. Hilarious. Like, this nigga ain't never going to have no pussy. Damn. <laughs> Nigga ain't never gonna have no pussy, bro. Seventeen years old, bro. Yeah, niggas gotta stop doing crime shit. Yeah, like that shit is not worth. What he did was wild, bro. But at the time, you know, I was young and head ass. I was like, man, that shit really wasn't that head ass. But he was head ass trying to fundle bitches and shit, robbing them and shit. That shit head ass. Listen, bro, you think? I don't know. Some niggas just naturally got them like that. Fucked up in the head. Yeah, you think? You think if they would have had opportunity, they would probably. I think a lot of them would. They would probably turn out better with the uh, with the opportunity presented. But it depends. Some niggas choose. Like I got homeboys who choose to be pieces of shit. You know. Yeah. It it honestly depends, bro. Like you just said, like it's it's some people we know that had every opportunity, but they still want to be head ass. And I, yeah. dog, I don't understand them niggas whatsoever. But at the same time, I I feel like I used to be one of them niggas too, though. Like I used to be one of them niggas that had like that had like a, a a decent situation. I'm not gonna say good, a decent situation, and I made it worse mm-hmm. instead of trying to make the best out of the situation I was in. I feel like that's what most people do. Mm-hmm. They have a decent situation and they just make the shit worse. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, just like it's kind of like let's say I was down on my luck or whatever, um, and you gave me the opportunity to live with you. Mm. Bro, that's a decent situation. Yeah. The worst situation would be, goddamn, I'm sleeping under a bridge. Yeah. Most people would be like, a look at that decent situation and be like, man, I'm down so goddamn bad right now. Like, woo, woo, woo. No, bro, be thankful for the little shit you get. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, 
if anybody does anything for me, I'm always thankful. So I hate when I do something for somebody and they're not thankful. That shit just pisses me the fuck Hurts off. me too, bro. Just like, now back to the Nipsey. Finally, let's get back to the Nipsey. Bro, when Nipsey passed away, bro, that shit like made me think in so many different type ways I never thought of in my life. Like, bro, you literally can do everything right. I'm not saying he did everything right, but bro, he was doing the right shit out here. Yeah. And you still can die, bro. Yeah. So what? So the thing is, because he kind of got killed on some, some inner beef crip shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just he. Yeah, I you know think I, I think they violated the nigga and the nigga came back. You know, it's all rumors. I hate speaking on rumors, but yeah. the rumor is they they like violated the nigga and and they told the nigga he couldn't be around. And then he came there, and Nip kicked him out, and buddy got down, came back around. Type so you shit. think like at, at, once you reach a certain level of success, do you think like there's no place for that, or do you think you mean like as far as coming back to to where you're from? No, there's nothing wrong with like what he. Like opening stores and where you're at, or buying property where you're at. I'm talking about that's he, a deep subject, bro. Because Nip was still thugging. Yeah, Nip was like still thugging. Oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once you reach that that point, do you think there's a point in doing that? Um, damn, that's a deep subject, bro. So first thing first, I believe that when you make it out of a place where no one else makes it. You shouldn't go back. Yeah. There's a reason why people don't make it out of there. At the same time, I battle with that shit because, like, bro, my mom is fucking an amazing lady, bro. Bro, my mom literally, like, she was a businesswoman. She was making money. She was goddamn coming up with business ventures. Bro, my mom got to the point, and it's crazy. She told me I, I get to this point. I finally got to it. But my mom was at the point where she, like, stopped doing things for money and she wanted to do things for passion. And she wanted to open up, like, this youth center down here because mm-hmm. she basically used to see me and all my friends, how we ain't really had no guidance. We ain't had nobody, like, to do shit for us yeah, or, like, you know, help us, like, especially as far as, like, male influences. So she wanted to start, like, this little youth group where people can come and they can learn about finances and shit like that for kids and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good to do shit like that, bro. But at the same time... A nigga will murk you for doing the right shit, bro. Exactly. A nigga and like you I'll, battle I'll with that shit. shit. Yeah, so I feel like you got to do shit like that from a distance, and you got to move like the fucking president, bro. Yeah. You got to, dog. I feel like that too, bro. I just feel like as human beings, we're just way too flawed to even be in those kinds of dangerous situations. Like, And you don't even see it as dangerous because, nigga, that's the environment you came from. Yeah. This is your hood. Like, but- you don't think shit have happened to you there. Yeah, like, nigga, ain't nobody going to touch me on Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But it's like, it, not on Slauson. it happened. Maybe, yeah. maybe on Hoover, not on Slauson, though. Yeah, it's like, it, niggas just don't think any of that shit could ever happen. But it, it always finds a way to happen. It's weird. It's like, I feel like people just need to learn, like, once you get to a certain point, there's a way you can touch your community without... Being having boots on the ground, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think so too, bro. Because at the end of the day, you saw growing up how crazy that shit was. Like you, you don't want to be caught up in that shit again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're doing so much. Like now, we just lost a black man who was a, one of the you know cutting edge leaders. That nigga had just started a business too, trying to help other uh, entrepreneurs come up, and especially trying to help trying to help young people that was in the IT business mm-hmm. trying to help them come up and you know just be innovative like nigga he was into technology bro yeah like that's what a lot of people don't speak on this nigga was into technology dog 
That shit is crazy, bro. Niggas yeah. like that, bro. Yeah, he had or, uh, opened up a STEM center or something, didn't he? Yeah. For like the kids or something? Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's cool. And that's, it's crazy. That's One of my really, homeboys Because that's really that. where the money's at. And Nip sees that shit. He's like, if we can teach these black kids, you know, science and technology and engineering and mathematics, nigga, we'll have that kind of money in our community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Um, This is not an ad neither, but shout out my dog, goddamn Jamal Womble, uh, the Yay Company, bro. That shit is fire as fuck. That shit we talking about that uh, Nip was doing, he yeah. started a company just like that, bro. Yeah. He got this fire-ass spot, bro, where, like, kids that's coming up as creatives, they can just, you know, be whatever they want to be. Like, if you want to do music, he got a studio. You want to be a photographer, he got a fire-ass photographer, uh, mm-hmm. fucking photography studio. And he told me I got the goddamn key to it. He was like, bro, you come out here, the studio is yours. Yeah. So I definitely make a trip out there. Shout out him, dog. And that's that's the thing. Young brothers like that. Black people got to start being ahead of the curve. Because, like, we always the last one to know what the fucking, what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas, it, it's a gold mine before we can even get in it. Yeah. Like, music. If we would have known sports, if we would have known, nigga, it'd be 100 black owners. It'd be uh, 100 black label execs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, we get in so late, we learn it so late. And, of course, that's because, you know, niggas been held back. But. I yeah, feel like we gotta get, involved. we gotta get, we gotta start l- like being the first person to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. to Nip, dog. Yeah. Um. R.I.P. to my dog, uh, Mac Miller too. That was also one of my favorite artists that that passed away too. Yeah. Damn, all my favorite artists, just... bro. How you feel about them trying to charge the uh, dealer? See, that's that's tough. That's a real hard subject, cause just because it's like you you have Max choices involved with. You know, some something that somebody's doing illegally. So, I don't think they should charge him with murder or nothing like that. Maybe just give him a dope charge or something. I don't. I don't think you should put him away murder. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't think you should charge a dealer and no death because it seems like the only time shit like that happens when it's a celebrity like Mac Miller or they always wanna, Michael Jackson. There always has to be somebody to blame. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like when niggas die. Like a nigga dying a hood on OD on some shit. Nobody. Going to yeah. find of the guy who told him. But shit. also, like, I'm kind of understanding of it because I told you about the time. I'm not going to name the people. But I but I told you about the time I was in the car with uh two of our friends. And they mm-hmm. was telling me, they was like, yeah, Slim, like, the thing about these drugs, like, you don't, you don't understand it. Like, nigga, you literally get to a point where you wake up and you feel like you lost your personality. You lost everything that you have. And I need this every day to survive. You remember I told you, like, bro, I was down about that shit. Matter of fact, I got to tell the whole honest story. Like, I was selling drugs at the time, mm-hmm. and goddamn, I just, you know, when he told me that shit, I was like, bro, I can't be the person to kill him. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm also on the, on the other side. Like, you know, meet me on my favorite rapper. Yeah. Like, he be like, serving, serving dope to our people because they was fiends type shit. But it's just like, they going to get it regardless, but I don't want it to be me. I don't want to have that on my conscience, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I I I rather just leave that shit alone and let them get it how they live. Yeah. It's weird too because we've seen, you know, how we talk. We don't even. So like me and you are so goddamn clueless. Sometimes we don't even key in on shit. Like, we've lost friends to the opioid crisis. Yeah, correct. Like, and there are friends that we're seeing dying right now, slowly. I'm I'm not going to say I'm completely clueless to it. I. I understand what you're saying. I'm yeah. not completely clueless to it because I, I've been telling you this for years. Yeah, I know. We see when a nigga getting bad, but it's like, 
we don't absorb it like we need to. It's like correct, correct. It's kind of like, but you know, you've been around me, dog. I um, I'm also insensitive when it comes to death too. Like you've seen that shit, bro. Like you know, R. P. My dog, Lil Bill. That shit really fucked me up. I didn't even know how to fucking act, bro. That fucked me up. Like I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to feel, bro. I remember you see, I was all there y'all, all y'all was in the house crying, bro, yeah. and I was just like, "What the fuck, y'all crying for?" Yeah. Bro, I didn't even know how to act. Like that shit just fucks me up. That shit crazy, bro. But yeah, we um, bro, we lose people to drugs, bro. We and lost we, a lot of people, like nigga. We lost. I got, I got friends I grew up with, white and black. Everybody is just like on these drugs, twacking so hard. It's, it's so much shit going on out here right now, nigga. We battling so much shit. Yeah. These drugs, like people don't even realize it's a it's a daily fight with these drugs. With bro, I got I friends. got homies that got them just got on drugs too, and yeah. that shit's so weird. Like, bro, we about to be thirty, and you just now fucking with exactly. drugs. Exactly. Like, ain't no point of that shit, bro. And who who made cocaine cool in your late twenties and early thirties? <laughs> I don't get this. Like, that's all, the topic everybody we got to hit on, bro. Who was like, when did? When did cocaine I, become I think, so popular? I think most people been doing coke. They just they just ain't want to like talk about it or whatever. I think we're at the age right now where people are becoming themselves and coming into themselves. Mm-hmm. So they basically like they feel comfortable with you knowing exactly who they are. It's weird though. Yeah, coke coke isn't a drug that's supposed to be normalized. It's not. Like okay, weed. I understand like people want to legalize weed, even though yeah. you know how I feel about weed. Yeah. I'm not a big advocate for weed because I grew up smoking weed. Um, I don't feel like there's no benefits to smoking weed. Yeah. Medically, I understand, like, as far as pain relieving, I get that. But, like, just fucking recreational use of weed is just like, yeah. Yeah, but it's, um. People talking about legalizing coke? Hell I think no. Mexico did that shit, too. Yeah, bro, they did. And I'm like, damn, Mexico parties. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> The thing is, cocaine is like one of them things you do. You you on vacation in Vegas with your boys, and y'all about to go gamble. Mm-hmm. You you hit a couple lines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go out, you have a good time. But I I Using know people, that shit every day. Yeah, bro. I know people doing it at work. I know people just doing that shit when they wake up. I know people just doing it, and it's like, when did this become the '80s again? I was like, I thought the '80s was over. Yeah, niggas is out here like it's the '80s. It's 2019. The motherfucker still got them just doing blow like that yeah, shit. The '80s, bro, straight blow, nigga. Like that shit is crazy. And dog. y'all niggas be doing it nowadays like y'all heart can't fucking. Yeah. Y'all can't die from that shit. But you know what's also crazy? I feel I feel the same way about coke as I feel about uh caffeine. Why you say that? Bro, I feel like caffeine is one of them weird ass addictions. Like, it is. Bro, my favorite people, like, you know, I'm really into this photography shit and I be mm-hmm. watching all these weird ass YouTubers. You told me to stop watching all these damn Canadians. <laughs> but fucking pussies. <laughs> fucking Canadian pussies. Shout out Canada, man. The best YouTubers are all from fucking Canada. But, um. You know what Damo thinks? The best rapper from Canada. That case. Fuck Drake. Fuck the <laughs> Cowboys. Fuck out, man. Anyway. But goddamn, bruh. Um, caffeine, bro. One of my favorite YouTubers is Peter McKinnon. Anybody that like fucks with YouTube knows who Peter McKinnon is. Peter McKinnon is a very popular YouTuber, and he really fucks with coffee. This nigga will do a whole cinematic B-roll of him brewing coffee and drinking coffee. Nigga, coffee is like crack, bro. Like, I recently... That shit is... 
I recently uh was around a a videographer and like he's really addicted. Like he's he's one of my type people, bro. He's 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 really into success. Mm-hmm. But Adderall and coffee, that's his shit. Adderall fucking people up too. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I never damn. needed Adderall, bro. Me I went neither. to college. I did all kind of shit. I've stayed up all night, bro, mm-hmm. and never just needed Adderall nor caffeine, bro. Caffeine just tastes tastes disgusting to me. Anyway, the thing you think about Adderall too is so dangerous because people don't. They think just because it's prescribed by a doctor that it's not it's an addiction. Okay. Yeah, they feel the same way about Xanax. Yeah, and they're both just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got. I know people out there faking anxiety just to get Xans. That shit weird. But everybody has a little bit of uh, anxiety. I seen, I, bro. I seen some fake shit recently on, on social media. It, it came from like a little blog site, and it was saying that like, uh, uh, it said the keyword was like fake. The headline was like uh, Xanax, some, some, some fake anxiety, some, some, some. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, everybody was like sharing it and shit. And I'm like, first off, this came from a fake source. Second off, um. Oh nah, ADHD. It said ADHD. Oh yeah, I is seen fake. that. I seen that shit. That's Man, what it ADHD said. was made up by doctors. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, Which is definitely false. Yeah. There's a real yeah. ADHD is definitely real, but yeah. Xanax probably doesn't. Excuse me. Of course, Xanax doesn't cure it, but it actually does help a little bit. But if you really think about, you seen it, the like, doctor on Joe Rogan shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was talking about that shit. He mm-hmm. was like, it does help. Is you know, it's a psychological thing. But the thing is, it's like most people we knew with that were children. Mm-hmm. I think you. I think at the end of the day, as a child, you're gonna have an overactive brain. Yeah, correct. So like the, the thing, we're not designed to sit down as three year old children in a classroom or or five year old children in a classroom for eight hours. Hell nah. Like the, I, my son can't even sit down for thirty minutes. Bro, bro, you just you just dropped the bomb. Teaching the style of teaching. Is outdated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you just I don't you just even dropped think the bomb with that. Eight hours. Well, they do it because of the work day, I guess. But like, because your parents work, but mm-hmm. they assume everybody works the same schedule. They work whatever. But um, I just think all this shit, bro. A lot of things that are going on with America are outdated. Correct. We're still like we're still teaching like we're building factory workers. Like, don't you realize there aren't <laughs> factory jobs anymore? Yeah. Like, it's barely factory jobs for people anymore. Like, we need to start educating kids that's why we're like ranked like 50th in the in the world in fucking education we're still training workers you know that shit's bad it's like we got to update our fucking system like nigga we don't need to be we need to be teaching entrepreneurs yeah we need to start breeding more creatives also yeah because that's what that's what america does we create and the world fucking follows yeah we we really are those we them niggas Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to creating shit, music, art, any of that shit, it's America leads all. And that our shit. fucking education system doesn't match. Yeah. <laughs> our education system is breeding factory workers still, and it's like niggas don't work in factories no more. Dog. Don't you realize that they're shutting down all the factories and they're going to China with that shit? So let's let's fucking start, you know, revamping our education. That's the fucking fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. we are so fucking old school, like. Teach my son about credit. Teach my son about starting a business or what it takes to start an LLC or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't teach him 
to sit down and listen for fucking this amount of hours and do this job and do this work for this amount of That's hours. That's what I like about homie. I just shot it out, bro. Like, bro, like everybody doesn't want to be a fucking plumber. Some people want to be a creative. Like mm-hmm. if someone wants to be a YouTuber, teach them how to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And a lot of YouTubers I watch, they feel like everyone should should start a YouTube channel. I don't necessarily believe that, but I do think it's something like a lot of people can get into, especially if you if you have your little niche, but have it, your little niche. Here's the thing. It's like, because I was listening to my nigga Kanye. I know niggas don't fuck with Kanye. Boo, but like, trash at the end ass of the day, nigga. I was watching an episode of the Kardashians, actually. I'm a big Kardashian nigga. You know, big, big Kardashian over here. You know that bullshit. Blah. But my nigga was talking about like, you know, the 3D printing. Yeah. And he was like, uh, people are just like, like people in the fashion industry are super scared of 3D printing. And they were, they were like, why would people be super scared of 3D printing? He was like, what's to stop you from making your own shoe if you have a 3D printer and designing your own shoe and 3D printing out your own shoes and you taking over, you know what I'm saying? So there's going to be a point where everybody's 3D printing their own, own shoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's kind of how I feel about YouTube. Like one day, everybody's going to have their own TV channel. And everybody's gonna, you know what I'm today. saying? Today. Yeah. I, I find new YouTubers every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I think today I just found, I forgot his name, it's something potato. Yeah. <laughs> and he fires fuck. Exactly. He only got like 200,000 uh, subscribers, but Where he Where people fires can fuck. come see you, everybody's gonna be their own celebrity, everybody's gonna be their own superstar, entrepreneur, everything. And it really is gonna get to the point as technology grows, like, we're just living our dreams, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I hope. I um I, I follow see. somebody else that's a that's a YouTuber. He's actually a videographer though. He shoots music videos. His name is Creative Ryan. I follow him on Instagram all the time, and he's real like you know hands on, especially when it comes to like IG. Like every question uh, anybody posts on his IG live, he answers every last one of them. Yeah, and like bro, he like he says it all the time. Like he does not fuck with that industry shit. He got uh he got videos with Lil Uzi. He got videos with Lil Dirk. Like a lot of people in the industry. Yeah. But he's a freelancer. And that's that's what people are headed towards, bro. It's all about being independent nowadays because you but know you get more of the pot. It's scary, but it's also beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. It's very scary because you know, to me, to jump out the window is very scary. I know. I'm gonna show you a video too yeah. about that. It's very scary to like, yeah, nigga, you could live your dreams. Like, yeah, I could. <laughs> but nigga, but I gotta go to work tomorrow. That yeah. that shit. It's like I gotta go to work tomorrow and work twelve hours, so um, I guess I won't live my dreams. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you it's be, like, bro, you be on my ass about that shit too. Like, especially when I first started all this shit and everything I do, basically, you be like, Slim, you kind of head ass, bro. But you know, like, I am crazy. Like, you got, but that's how you gotta be. Yeah. And I don't have, I have it in me. It's, it's in here. It's living it. That's the it's hard just, part. It's, it, it, no, it's just the internal fear. Yeah. I'm gonna show you this video. When I show you this video, you're gonna be like, yeah, bro. Because like they did a me, survey on this shit. This is sometimes I just wish that I never had a fucking family, but I love y'all. <laughs> y'all my niggas. I love my son and my bitch. But goddamn, I think of me sleeping under a bridge, and I'm like, shit, I could, I could do that. Yeah. But I think of all of us sleeping under a bridge, and it's yeah. like, I can't nah, that, do that sucks, bro. Yeah, nigga, blow his brains out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, look at you, you fucking like failure. <laughs> yeah, but then, but sometimes it takes jumping out the window and taking them risks, and it's that's the scariest shit. It's 
it's rough too, bro. Like I ain't I ain't got to the part where where I'm eating ramen noodles. You know I fucking hate ramen noodles. Yeah. But when it gets there, it's gonna be rough, bro. But the positive thing about it is like, you know, just just seeing the vision and knowing like shit is shit is gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Shit is gonna be better. The worst part about it is like having people around you that you feel like really fuck with you. But knowing, like, ultimately they don't. Like, they talking shit about you. Like, look at this broke-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, you used to being the nigga that got down with straight. Now fake, you're the nigga that's Fake friends up. are the new friends. Yeah, bro. And it's of- like, they secretly support you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they also secretly hate, hate you, you and envy you. Yeah. Especially for being a nigga that got down does what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Especially, a lot of things, I, lo- I notice a lot of people are very turned off by confidence. Even yeah, though, yeah, yeah, even sure. though a lot of people are turned on by confidence, the yeah. same thing that attracts women and people to you will also make people hate you because it's like it's it's something. You know, I was talking to a actually I was talking to Sean on fucking Facebook, and he was talking about how um, isn't you know, Sean a teacher? Sean's a teacher. Okay, See? keep going, <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> God damn, ain't that a bitch? But. I was talking to Sean on Facebook about like these, we were talking about like men and how these harsh standards for men have created like this environment of where men pretty much feel insecure as men if they're not a breadwinner in their family or if they're not uh, big, strong, and confident, right? And, you know, I understand that, but it's like, it's all about how you look at that shit to me. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily look at it like, oh, I have to be I can't no or men can't cry shit. Mm-hmm. It's like men can cry, right? But should men cry every time they feel sad? Fuck no. Or sometimes isn't it better just to be resilient and to figure out a way to overcome your situations rather than just crying all the time? That's how I look at it. There's Somebody a way. has to be the level-headed one. Yeah, because here's the thing. If there's a situation that's going south with me and my family, my bitch crying and my son's crying, oh, we're all going to die, and then I start crying too, well, it's over. You know what I'm saying? But if they look at me and, we, and I'm saying, don't worry, I got y'all. We're going to get through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that give you something to fucking lean on? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing there's about- There's always going to be a place for the male role. Yeah. There is, and that's the, and even if your woman doesn't say it to you, she wants you to play that role. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants that. Like, if I had, if Katie was that, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd be like, damn, now I ain't got to do it. Thank you. But, like, we, as men, we have to bear that burden, kind of. And, you know, even through the bullshit, we got to smile and look confident. That's what I, that's what I feel like a, a role is. A, you, even when shit's going south, you're supposed to make everybody feel like everything's smooth as daisies and, and fine. And you know what I'm saying? But bro, let's go back to that uh, that confidence thing. Yeah. Why do you think people like fear slash dislike confidence in other people? It's because it's a um, it, yeah, like it all comes down to insecurity. That's what I was yeah, talking yeah, to Sean, yeah, Sean sure. about. It's like you can't. You can't, um, yeah, I was telling him, like. Backtracking to what you said about motherfuckers growing up being being picked on and shit. Now they want to be teachers. So yeah. they can, yeah. I'm but it's sure. like, it all it all comes down to insecurities. 
And it's weird that we spend our whole lives trying to make up for our own insecurities. It's like, you spent your whole life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, why do we let those things, like, first of all, you got to learn how to get over those things. Yeah. Because they will haunt you. We have we have them, but we don't have them like other people have them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we have ours. We definitely ours. don't wear them bitches on our sleeves. Yeah, it's like, you know, like I said, I grew up the fat, lame kid playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in, in the hallway. But I didn't let that dictate who I am today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are a lot of people who did. And I think a lot of men are pissed off because of their own secu- insecurities. And so they want to, they like to project their dominant, like saying we have harsh male standards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's my biggest thing. Don't don't be mad at me because you a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. And you, and you see me and I'm this fucking lion. Yeah. Don't be like, fucking mad at me for that shit. Yeah. It, I tell people all the time, dog. Like, like, I'm not here to be liked. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna goddamn. Everybody isn't gonna like me. Um, some people view me as an asshole. I probably am an asshole, mm-hmm. but you gonna respect me, and you gonna respect my goddamn dog. You gonna respect my. You gonna respect my goddamn ambition. You gonna respect my hustle. All that shit, bro. Cause I'm yeah. one of them people that just don't give up. Like I be talking to my dog Trey Trey about it all the time. He just sent me a head ass text too. He thank goddamn I'm mad about it because I ain't answer. That's why he keep texting me talking about my bad and shit. <laughs> Them arguing but, uh, ass niggas. Yeah, but uh, goddamn. Um, I ain't never seen two niggas want to fight so bad in my life, but just won't. <laughs> you who? know what I'm saying? Who? Trey and Quay ass. Oh, yeah, Trey and Quay head ass. <laughs> we going to goddamn talk about that in a minute, too. Not about them, but a, a topic I got from them. But um, what I was talking about. Oh, I, bro, I be talking to Trey all the time about, like, time and shit. Bro, people, like, you have to understand, I'm a different type of nigga, dog. Like, mm-hmm. I really fuck with time. Mm-hmm. You have to be on good time, bro. Most people don't give a fuck about your time nor their time. Mm-hmm. That shit pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, definitely. But about Trey and Quay, I was, uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, nigga. It's crazy. Like I said, like I dropped a jewel, like a bomb on them niggas. I was like, bro, y'all niggas don't really understand niggas like me and Damo, cause like, nigga, y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't never ate Chinese food on Christmas. Yeah. I don't think people get that. Like, nigga, at the end of the day, bro, and I ain't think about it till I said it. Like, at the end of the day, me and Damo some savage ass niggas, bro. Like, we literally like, we had ass. When I bro. think about like family wise. I don't have a bunch of family, but I got family. Yeah. Like, y'all two niggas, like, Damo we has- just out here, nigga. Damo has a little bit of family, but I got way more family than Damo got. And I know you ain't got no fam- no fucking family. Like, you pretty nigga, much I'm out just here thugging. out here, bro. Yeah, you pretty much just out here thugging. You That's why I told them niggas, like, bro, y'all niggas wouldn't understand niggas yeah. like me and Damo. Like, nigga, it be me and Damo, Chinese food, mm-hmm. and NBA basketball on Christmas, nigga. That's a lot of a lot of kids from our area don't even understand having that leg up of even having that family unit. Yeah, like because like when you say that, all they talk about is your accomplishments. You they, got a condo. You know yeah, what I'm <laughs> that's what they were screaming yeah. like, nigga. You wake up in a condo every day. Like, like, boy, do you know what the fuck I went through for this? Yeah. Like, boy, it was a process, nigga. nigga. And of course, you don't get it because you thinking like, oh, a nigga like you couldn't afford no shit like that. That had to have been somebody else, like your moms or something. Let's say it was just my moms. Mm-hmm. What you think she went through, my nigga? Mm-hmm. And what you think I went through with her? Like, come on, bro. It's a lot of shit that go that, it's like, that nigga, goes into that. It's like, nigga, you know what I trade this condo for? A father. 
had to break it down yeah like them niggas just don't understand shit like that (laughs) they don't because they always had it bro it's just like it's just a sense of being like self-centered and Mm -hmm. selfishness that people just don't understand other people bro that's why i pride myself in being open-minded like i understand everybody is different everybody else goes through shit most people don't like they just who and they had this like bad thing of like seeing shit from the outside like nigga you good nigga like Like, like rich people. Bro, you straight. Yeah, like rich people. They like, nigga, you rich. What the fuck you depressed for? Yeah. Like, bro, just because you got money don't mean you don't go through other shit mm-hmm. also. I'm sitting in this big ass house by myself. Yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, shit. Like, yeah, I was, a, but talking about the insecurity shit though, right? We talk, we, a lot of this, like men, male standards are too harsh. A lot of that shit. We agree that stem, I think it stems from a own man's insecurities. Uh-huh. Like just, oh, this this male, you know, uh, atmosphere is just so harsh, you know? But mm-hmm. speaking on insecurities, do you feel as a person who's made men, because you, you've obviously made other men feel insecure. Every, every other every guy. Every day. You know? So do you feel it's your job to tone down what you're doing to make other men feel secure. Fuck no. And that's what that's what it comes down to. It's like there here's the thing is you don't cuz here's the thing about toxic masculinity all that nasty shit that Ugh. people always say. Ugh. The thing is they they look at it like a, a subsect of masculinity when toxic masculinity is just dickhead behavior. That's all you that's cuz every time somebody says it to me it's just dickhead behavior. Yeah. Like he grabbed that girl's boob. Well, he just assaulted her. That's not a part of being a man at all. You know, that's not masculine. It has behavior. nothing to do with it. And if, and most of the time, if you've seen dudes doing that, if there was a group of guys watch a guy come up and grab a bitch titties and just start hunting her or something, like that group of guys would probably jump on that dude's ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not a. It's not a part of masculinity. That's what people don't get. But um, with the insecurities and shit, I'm just trying to get people to understand that like, it it comes from within. To be able to have that confidence and strength in your own self. Correct. To be able to like, you know, be able to have conversations with men and not feel insecure about yourself. Like if you are, even if you're a gay man and you come up and, you know, you having a conversation with your your heterosexual males at work or something, you should still feel confident in your, that should be powerful for you. uh, For the simple fact that you're still a man. Yeah. and, And you should feel confident. Masculinity isn't about all the shit people think it's about. Yeah. You know, they, we, it's gotten a bad rap, but it's not like that. Like, I grew up with a dad, like, who saw, if I did some, you know, some fucked up shit, like bullying a kid or something like that, my dad would beat the shit out of me, dog. Like, come on. Like, oh, you out here bullying kids? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not yeah. a part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I'm bullying a kid, it's just because I want to be a dick that day. It's not because I'm I'm trying to be a man. You know? Yeah. Shit weird. But yeah, um... Trying to dumb down your confidence to make other people comfortable. Yeah, to feel secure. Yeah, it's, it, the, it's it, pointless. I never even thought about it. I ain't gonna lie. I recently met somebody that told me, like, nigga, you're too humble. Mm-hmm. I mean, I disagree. Yeah. But because I pride myself in being humble. But at the same time, like, they're probably kind of right. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you probably heard me say it before, but I don't walk into a room and be like, I'm better than you motherfuckers. Yeah. You probably have heard me say that before, though, because I <laughs> say that shit when it's just me and you in private, because yeah. that's my confidence, bro. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to have that confidence as a man. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I know I'm unique. I know I'm different. That's why I yeah. do the shit that I do. But I'm not, it's not my job to help somebody else build up their self esteem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just not my job, dog. And that's why it's so hard with this because I don't want, I don't want guys feeling insecure around me. I want to, I, I want to be an alpha amongst alphas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be an alpha amongst bitch ass betas. And that's just like what we were talking the, about the, earlier. They the more dangerous ones. Yeah, they don't even realize it. Like being a beta male bitch ass nigga is dangerous. Them niggas, that's the type niggas that'll come up and kill a nip. Yep. You know what I'm saying? For it's sure. like, but you know what I'm saying? But it's like that, dog. That's the crazy shit about it. Yeah. That's the crazy um, shit. Insecurities will have a nigga do some crazy shit. Especially like being jealous of another man yeah. too, bro. That shit is fucking gross, when bro. When you can just get on top of your shit and boss up too. I hate shit like that, yeah. dog. Being jealous of another man, bro. I, dog, I never been like an insecure ass motherfucker, dog. So I don't really get it. Like, and that's why I pick on people with insecurities like like Man, Damo Even in night. my lamest days, I still was a very confident person. Bro, right. you seen you seen how I was on Damo ass last night? Like, bro, you keep looking at the mirrors. I'm gonna take them bitches down. <laughs> like, that's an insecurity, bro. Like yeah. looking in the mirror all day. Like you insecure, bro. Like, nigga, you was ugly this morning when you woke up. You gonna be ugly when you go to sleep, bro. Gotta own it. Yeah, own that. Shit. And that's what I told him. Like, bro, stop, goddamn. Stop goddamn, you know, getting sprayed up and shit, man. Rock the ball head, bro. You rock going ball, bro. You know, just embrace it, bro. If Damo rock the body with the goatee, Damo would be back in the game. That nigga would be Maurice Chestnut. <laughs> it I told really, you, he would, though. I told you, my he mom would. My mom pissed me off because I was driving on Damo tour, and I was like, every time I drive on Damo and be like, yeah, that nigga so fucking ugly, she'd be like, Damo's not ugly. That shit be pissing me off because she got like this big ass crush on Maurice Chestnut. And I'm yeah. like, she probably thinks he looks like that nigga. Like, I remember one time I sent her a picture and I was like, look at this bullshit Damo got on. And she was like, that actually looks decent on him. <laughs> I got mad as fuck. Like, man, it's ugly. Right. But nigga. you know us, we we think Damo ugly and some girls out here think he's cute. So fuck it. That's what Keldrick told me when he yeah. was on my podcast. Keldrick was like, uh, Keldrick was like, what the fuck he said? He was like, bruh. So you don't think it's girls out here that, that that really fuck with Damo and that's why he act like that? I was like, nigga, it probably is, but they got that fucking shit too. <laughs> Cause that nigga ugly as fuck, bro. For real. Hey, I, I only talk about Damo on this bitch because I talk to this nigga every fucking day. So. Damo knows we think he ugly. Yeah. And he thinks we ugly. So shit. We all think all he, Nah, you ugly. see how I gave him that shit last night when we was walking into the bar. I said, I said, uh, what I did, I was jiving on that nigga, and he looked at me and looked me up and down, and I said, "Bitch, you know goddamn well I look better than you. <laughs> don't you, don't you even think for <laughs> half a second. I don't give a fuck how nappy was... my hair is, how scrubby my face is, bitch. I'm gonna always look better than you. You just, you were born an ugly ass I'm nigga. A, he liked doing shit, little shit like that, look you up and down, because because you know that type shit pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> like we got into it a couple weeks ago about some dumb shit, and like he was just sneak dissing me, like, bro, Damo know how to get under my skin. He know the buttons to press. Like the confidence thing, like he know how confident I am as a man. He knows mm-hmm. if he tries to like threaten that or he tries to like disrespect me in any kind of way, he knows I don't tolerate that type shit because I stand for shit. Yeah. Like I tell him all the time, and like Trey was talking about last night, mm-hmm. bro. Most motherfuckers don't stand for a bitch ass thing, bro. Mm-hmm. I actually stand for some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm not tolerating no form of disrespect or nothing. I also noticed about that, though, you have to be taught that. You and think it, so? I think I think you do because a lot of people don't aren't taught that. Like so, uh, where do you think I learned it from? Life lessons through. Because here's the thing: we all have different role models. Like I would learn it from my dad. Trey would learn it from his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, you would learn it from life lessons through people you ran into, like yeah. and, and different, you know, role models through life that you met who gave you advice on shit. Um, and some people like you know, Damo. Doesn't have that because there was nobody ever teaching it. And there are people who tried. You're right about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are people who tried to teach Damo, but Damo wasn't willing to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So it's like, there's a lot of... That's why Damo don't have standards for shit like that. But it's, you know, at the same time, it makes Damo a free spirit. And that also is a plus. That's why I was trying to get through last night. I was like, being a free spirit, like it gets you fucked up for for trusting people and loving people and being a free spirit. But like, it also makes you who you are. It, it also you makes you a great person. Yeah, it also makes you a great fucking person. That's why I love Quay, cause he the same way, just free fucking spirit, bro. Come as you are, bro. Like I, I accept you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And we like, hmm, this nigga a little weird. Let me test this nigga first. You know what I'm saying. This nigga pulling his wallet out his purse and shit. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Quay. I love that nigga to death, but that nigga got a purse, bro. It's fucking, we call those, what do we call them now? Satchels and man bags. Uh, come on. Purse. No. Purse. My nigga fashion forward. Come on. Purse. Man. Y'all got to keep up with the fashion. Purse. No. Nigga, I ain't letting you Nigga, that, that shit down. is called a fucking purse, nigga. I told you, what's that shit I told y'all all the time? I said, nigga be with his bitch and she got them be carrying the purse. Nigga be with his homeboys be carrying the purse. <laughs> like, nigga, nigga can't get away from them damn purses. <laughs> Bitch, running from purses and shit. Call your bitch. She talking about she got them going to get her hair and nails done. Call your homeboys. He talking about he get, he at the shop getting his hair and nails done too. Shit crazy these days, boy. What? Tommy Williams got his motherfucking goddamn uh, toenails painted. That shit head ass. That shit ignorant as I, fuck, I don't know if I, as, as much money as I have, I don't, or I'll ever have, I don't think I'll ever be the getting the nails done nigga. You know? I don't... A nice little, you know, a, a nice little foot scrub ain't yeah, bad. Yeah, that, that's fine. But yeah. getting painted up. Oh, nah. Getting the gloss getting on my up. shit. Nigga, I'm not even painting my hairline, nigga. Yeah. Like, y'all go, y'all watching go. this video, you see it. I got a fucked up ass hairline. It's going to be like this forever, nigga. When it go, it go. Yeah, bro. don't get me wrong, though. I'm not going to be Stephen A with a goddamn Ryan back hairline. <laughs> I seen that nigga on The Breakfast Club. I was like, this nigga wildin'. They had a good ass interview on The Breakfast Club, too. Nigga. All I got, if I ever start really going bald, I'm going to just invest in some good, like, facial hair products and shit. I'm going to try to get my shit thick. Get the beard? Yeah. I'm going to invest. You want to be a Joe Rogan type nigga, though. Here you go with this shit. That's shit. That's Why your, I always want to be Joe? That's your boo. I love Joe, though. That's I your do. boo. I can't even fucking flex. I love Joe. That's I your think, boo, bro. Here's the thing. Joe is one of them type people that other men would feel insecure around. But Joe is genuinely a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would train my entire life. Just to fuck Joe up. <laughs> Why you say that? I'm joking, bro. You know I fuck with Joe Rogan too, yeah. bro. But Joe is like the stereotypical, like you know, masculine man. Yeah. So yeah, of course people like would like there feel that way about would him. Feel insecure around him, but Joe not was, even knowing that like Joe Rogan is really like and a that's fucking the thing. sweetheart. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing about it. Is like just because a guy might be an alpha doesn't mean he's a dickhead. Yeah. It, it just Joe Rogan definitely isn't a fucking yeah. dickhead. 
He's not. He's, a, he's actually a good guy. He, he might make a joke here and there, but like, come on, he's a fucking comedian. Yeah. But you can be you could you could be a good person, and people still gonna hate on you and be an alpha. You know what I'm saying? People still gonna fucking hate. That's what people don't understand. Being an alpha male is so fucking tough. They don't even fucking get it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, cause you at the end of the day, there's no point in being an alpha male if you ain't got nobody around you. Yeah. You're just by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to you want to have the people you love around you. You know what I'm saying? And then most of us, like, we didn't even like we didn't even want to be in these roles. Mm-hmm. That shit just happened. Yeah. And now it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I got this nigga calling me for advice again. Exactly. I got this nigga that wanna be around me all the time. Every time some shit hit the fan, here this nigga go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is what it is, though. That's like, like I tell my moms all the time, like, I feel like I was born for this shit. So mm-hmm. I really ain't got no choice. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes a nigga feel like the weight of the world on your fucking shoulders. You want to break down. But, nigga, you was born for this shit. Yeah. Not and everybody born thing. with it. If you break down, what the fuck you think the people around you going to do? I was talking about that the other day. If you the strongest motherfucker in the room and you breaking down. Everybody do you else going to. Yeah. How crumble. the fuck you think everybody else is going to I was um I was talking about this the other day too, bro, about how like I got a homeboy that passed away, bro. And he um he left his son out here on his own. And I seen his baby mama recently, like she shared a video of this kid that got out of school and when he got out of school, he seen his dad for like the first time in three years. And when she mm-hmm. shared it, I ain't even read her caption. I knew exactly why she shared that shit, bro. Yeah. Cause I was like, I know that nigga's son is going through it. Like mm-hmm. now nah, he gotta live the rest of his life without his dad, bro. That shit is just sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it ain't even the kid's fault. It's really the dad's fault. You know what I'm saying? But it just is what it is. I ain't judging, bro. It is what it is. But, bro, before we get out of here, dog, your ass is back on social media, bro. Um, why the hell did you. you get back on social media? Really? I, dog, I just felt really disconnected. <laughs> I did. That caveman shit I be driving you on about? Bro, like, that shit start happening. When, like, for, honestly... I, when I didn't have social media, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with anybody. I didn't know people didn't even, you know, people will forget about you quick. They, people be like, oh, that nigga does exist. You Bruh, know I, mean? I liked you better when you wasn't on social media. Though. I liked me better too. Because now, like, you be you be like, oh, what about this person? Slim, you seen this person? Slim, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, last night when I was jobbing on you, you I'm, was like, I'm an addict. this girl look good. And I was like, bro, stop thinking somebody look good because some pictures you've seen. Yeah. Cause nigga, I edit pictures. I ain't gonna lie. Every girl on my Facebook, I be choosing on every fucking one of y'all. I'm sorry, Katie. That shit head ass. I do. Bro. Y'all girls be looking fine out there. But bro. nigga, like it's fucking Facebook. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't gonna try you, nigga. I ain't DM Nan, bitch. Man, bro. But y'all look good, man. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all done social grew the media, fuck up. Social media, bro. You are a junkie, and social media yeah. is like the worst for you. I'm a natural junkie. I'm so glad I've never tried crack or meth or anything like that. Bro, I'm going to show natural you, dog, like, do you think this God. girl is cute? You think this girl's cute? Oof. Yeah. All right, you want me to show you a natural picture of her, like, without edits and all that shit? She just sent me a picture yesterday. Here she go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could work with it. <laughs> that shit, that shit crazy, ain't it? Turns around. That shit crazy, right? Yeah, but you know, girls. I feel you know. But that's why I told you, like, stop, stop looking at social media and like, you know, tr- trying to got them, trying to got them, you know, judge how people are based off that shit. Yeah. I mean, 
I know it's a false reality. You know, I'm 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 ahead of the game when it comes to all that. But at the same time, I fall victim. Like I know it. Yeah, I know what's going on. But like, at least I fall victim. At least you know, like it's an addiction. Most people don't even understand that it's an addiction. Yeah. And then I just love, and me, I kind of think people think of social media in different ways. Like people think like, oh, this is how I can get clout. This is how I can do this and that. I literally use social media as my stream of consciousness. Like I literally, whatever I think, I post. Yeah. And people think I'm like trying to troll and all this. I, no, I ain't trolling. I'm. This is like if you hang around me, it's the same conversations we would have. Because mm-hmm. I'll say some shit like that, and you'd be like, "Big King, shut the fuck up." <laughs> and I, you know, it's just some dumb shit I would say. Are you getting off social media? E, yeah, soon. Like how soon? Pretty soon, actually. Cause like. I gotta get my right, my life right, bro. I don't feel centered right. right it start, now. it's starting to fuck you up. It's not. You are starting me up. to worry about others way too goddamn much. Yeah, dog. Like people, dog. I'm a people person, man. So like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, have you got to the point where you uh, make posts for other people? Not yet. Not yet. I'm getting there though. Where sometimes have you I'm ever like, made a post and thought, I wonder. I wonder what Louie would think when I post it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shout out my nigga Louie, bro. That nigga Fuck bags, bro. Hey, that nigga Louie is head ass, bro. We all do need to band together and goddamn ban this nigga. <laughs> bro, we need to ban this Dude, nigga from crazy, Facebook, bro. bro. This nigga, every time I post I some with shit. I Louie bags, though, man. Bro, every time I post some shit and I see him, co- like, he got a comment when I go to the notification, I always go... God this damn, nigga. I know, right? I click it and be like, bro. I'll be like, dog. Because the thing is, I'll post some shit kind of edgy, a little cute. People are like, all right, I like that. I'll take it. He'll post some shit, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Mexicans. I'll be like, God damn, dog. I'm just <laughs> talking fucked about- up the whole post. Bro, I'm just trying to say maybe we should take a look bro, at Bro, what's wrong with that nigga? Uh, he's, I think it's like what I have. I think it's a disorder. Bro, you want me to show you some videos I recorded him talking, bro? They're scary yeah, and head show ass, me. Show bro. me later. Yeah, definitely. Bro, they're scary and head ass I think fuck. it's like I have an addiction to speak in my mind. And my mind's not as crazy as his mind. So That nigga head ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has an addiction to speak in his mind. And it probably comes from a lack of not speaking your mind. When you were a kid or something like that. Not my, getting enough attention. Yeah, my, when I was a kid, my parents never let me talk. Or I was talking back, you know? Yeah. It's like, so he probably has an addiction to speaking his mind just like I do. I have an addiction to it. Like, nigga, I'm going to get these rocks off. Like, fuck you. I'm going to say what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? You see me at my house cussing I was just about to say shit. that shit. You are head ass. <laughs> yeah. Because I was looking like, I ain't going to lie, like, bro. Big King, you ain't even got to do bro, all my mom, my mom knows exactly how to piss me off. She gets annoying sometimes, but I am not going to goddamn wild out or cuss or do none of that crazy shit, bro. You yeah. be going all yeah. nigga. Yeah, I be you don't get cussing in the fuck, house, nigga. Fuck Jesus! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, God. My, my dad be like, son, calm down, son. Bro, that fuck Jesus shit is head I be ass, bro. Fuck, bro. Bro, black people do care way too they much about this fictional nigga. ass character. I'm not gonna get on that though, bro. It's beautiful, bro. Hair I had uh, oh oh, you know him, you know little Chauncey. Yeah, I fuck with Chauncey. Bro, uh, Adam Twenty Two did a uh interview with DC Young Fly, and DC Young Fly basically spent the whole interview trying to convince him that God was real. Okay. And Adam Twenty Two was just like, "Bro, I just you know I just don't fuck with that shit type shit." And yeah. he was like, "See, that's what's wrong with you atheists and shit." 
And, you know, Adam-22 classifies as an atheist. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily classify as an atheist. Well, Chauncey reposted the interview, and I said, bro, that interview was so fucking amazing. That shit was podcast gold. Like, it was just was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, I know you fuck with that shit because you were atheist too, but nigga, God is real. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you head ass. I didn't yeah. say none of that shit. But he wanted to do an interview with me about that shit. And I'm like, bro, we can do it, but nigga, like... We could take that a guy should have Let's take else. a quick little second on this God shit real quick. You want to take a quick little second on it? All right. I don't think we've had conversations about this before. Uh-huh. I don't think there should even be a fucking word for not believing in nothing. Yes. Like what the what I don't I don't necessarily think I'm an atheist for the simple fact that I don't know what the fuck it what is, the fuck bro. is going on? Yeah, yeah, like I just don't fucking get it. And people don't realize you take a look at life and you take a logical look and you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck is going on, so I'm just not going to pick a team. Yeah. And then and it's like this guy shit y'all speak of just yeah. doesn't make sense. People to are like, "Oh, so you're an atheist?" and you're like, "I mean, I I don't know. Like, nigga, I said I don't believe in shit. Is there a word <laughs> for that?" Like, come on, like but people just don't get it. They, they, we're we're weird human beings with these boxes. You know, yeah. we got to put people in boxes. And I and why do I have to believe in something for you to think I'm a decent person? That's weird. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, and, and you I, know, it's weird because, like, think. Imagine having a presidential candidate that was an atheist. Would you trust him? I would. But I would, would too, everybody though. else trust him? No, I would. No, they wouldn't. They. Dog. But America would be like, fuck no. They wouldn't think he's like morally, morally right mm-hmm. or fucking morally conscious to make the decisions for the rest of us. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, this nigga going to fuck some shit up. He yeah. Blow a whole country up. In reality, like, I'm probably more sane than most of you motherfuckers yeah. that believe in God. Yeah. Because to actually sit down and think about God and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Rather than being like, I know there's a sky dad up there who's taking care of me. Yeah. That's the other one is actually way more logical. That shit sounds like a mental illness too. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that might <laughs> mental illness just might be a part of fucking human, yeah. human biology. Bro, I ask women all the time, especially like really good women that I meet in my life, I always ask them like do you think you could be with someone that doesn't believe in God like you do? Mm-hmm. And they all tell me the same thing. Like I would consider it, but probably not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bruh, like, what is it about this God shit that y'all think is just so sacred, bro? I don't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's just the fact of, I think people feel secure with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a security. It is a sense of security. Because when I was a kid growing up, Christian, I was like, all right, there's a guy watching me, so. Yeah, you know, so I got to like, be a good person. Yeah. I got to do it. There's a sense of security that comes with being like that. But to me, as I got older, I was just like, well, technically, I could do all that without believing in white Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tech, I could. Um, yeah. bro, bro, you told me some real shit uh, before. You was like, bro, sometimes you just got to pretend like, you know, you fuck with it. Just, oh, boy, hell I yeah. Still, I still ain't got to that point, though, dog. Yeah. I be wanting to, though. Like, Nigga, sometimes I be you, like. If a person super Christian and they're fucking, like, pressing me about some Jesus shit, nigga, I'm super Christian, too. <laughs> I'm so hardcore, like for real. Why you church do that, every though? Sunday, nigga? Like why you? And if they like ask me, I go to do. fucking Mount Zion. I'll just tell them that. Tabernacle. <laughs> yeah, I go to Tabernacle. 
<laughs> They're gonna be like, oh really? Okay, over over off one hundred and third. Okay, I like that. Church. It's crazy just for you to to relate to someone and get somebody to listen to them. All you gotta do is tell them God is good. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like I be trolling, I be uh taking pictures of this car right here, <laughs> and like I be posting on there, and I be like, yeah, God is good. Yeah, and God, and I be like, God is great. I say that shit because the baby and then, be saying that shit all the time. And then people actually are happy for you. Yeah, like so the it's first weird. picture, the first picture I posted, bro, that shit got an ass of likes. Too. I think that shit got almost like a hundred likes, bro. Um, I said some, I said some, uh, I posted a picture and was like, yeah, new whip, God is great type shit. This the this the last one I posted. Mm-hmm. But the last one, I was like, yeah, God is great type shit or whatever. Most people knew I was trolling, but some people really thought that was a real car. And they was like, congratulations, cuzzo. Like, I fuck with you. <laughs> like, family members and shit. Yeah. You know, my family members don't know me. <laughs> so, <laughs> that shit head ass. See, we joke about shit that, like, other people probably don't even think is funny, bro. You'll be crying at night about. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, God and shit. But, like, I don't know. I w- if you had to say... Most people, I think most people believe in God, you know? The chances of this magical creature that everyone believes in being real is not with them. Yeah. If I I had to guess and I had to pick a side, nah, I don't think that shit is real. If I was doing betting odds. Here you go. This shit got 87 goddamn likes. (laughs) New whip. Won't he do it? God is great. (laughs) 33 comments. Boy, you boy, you done did this shit on that one, boy. Nice, fam. <laughs> bro, you a fucking troll, bro, for real. <laughs> that shit head ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that shit head ass as fuck, ain't it? You know how some some uh, lions like to play with their food. So. But yeah, I don't know if it's a guy. Um, I'm going to close with that. I don't know if it's a guy. Uh, I don't know what the fuck there is out there. I know that the guy that y'all believe in, the guy that y'all pray to and all that shit, it's a good chance that that shit isn't real. If there is a God, it's nothing that y'all believe in. I would say, I would say, uh, a God would be more like Buddhism. I really fuck with Buddhism. Yeah, I believe uh, anything that makes more sense. Cause the th- the thing about Christianity or Islam or any of that shit is, it kind of just seems extreme. Yeah. And you know I hate an extremist. Yeah, like, like that, like that bitch I showed you talking about. Some, I feel like I'm a fucking baby fatter. We need to kill all swinging dicks out there. Yeah, like them Timonazis is off the chain, boy. Like shout out to Delilah, but some of her friends are some feminazis. Oh yeah, there's some feminazis, nigga. I thought they was gonna bite our heads it's off funny. that day we was. It's in funny there. how easily people buy into shit like that. And here's the thing: believing in such, something like that will fucking ruin. Bro, your life. did you see how they looked at me when I told them that being a feminist is is a white woman thing? Yeah, they looked at me like I was fucking retarded. Yeah. Like no, it's a woman thing. No, like it's no, a white nigga, bitch it's a thing. white woman thing. Like yeah. nigga, we were still struggling, and they was fighting to be equal to white men. Yeah, that they didn't give a, a fuck. Feminine. And honestly, a lot of them bitches were racist against black people. Yeah, they like, didn't like niggas. Yeah, they didn't give a if fuck. If you about do your y'all. history and research on feminism and all that shit, they wasn't fighting for rights for black bitches. And then is it? They just need y'all now for numbers. That's it. And then isn't all that like strong black woman shit? Isn't that shit annoying and played out, bro? Yeah, it kind of is. It's annoying, bro. I mean, it's my mom is a strong black woman, but she doesn't run around here screaming that she's a strong yeah. black woman. It's obvious, and but a lot of the time it's just. 
you know, girl, black women want to be celebrated. And they got to understand, we celebrate y'all. We fuck with black girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but it, not everything has to be celebrated. Yeah. Nigga, when y'all, no, honestly, niggas don't get celebrated either. Fuck no, nigga. Y'all fathers, they be dead as hell. For real. Don't nobody give a fuck about y'all niggas on Ain't Father's nothing, Day. For real. I posted that shit on Father's Day too. I think I was like, yeah, bro. If you want to see, a, if you want to see uh, Father's Day, go to a black house, a black household. Ain't shit going on. Don't nobody. Mother's Day, fuck. niggas be crying, niggas be It'd throwing be flowers ceremonies. everywhere. <laughs> niggas be singing songs. <laughs> Father's dinners. Day, motherfuckers be like. Uh, I'm gonna bring you a plate later. All right. Exactly. Nigga don't bring no plates. Shit. Nigga come home. Oh damn! I forgot to cook your dinner. Yep. God damn! Like at least. But we need to get out of here, dog. What the hell we about to do today, man? I think uh, I want to hit a bar and probably get some wings and some beer, or some shit. I'm hungry as fuck already. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. My dog Big King back in town, Duval I'm, County. I'm actually vlogging this weekend, so y'all gonna have a vlog probably. I probably. My podcast drop on Tuesdays. The vlog will probably be here Saturday morning. But yeah, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We out. All right.